Zanvin's got a quick hand. He'll look around a room he won't tell you his plan, and he's got a pipe full of leaf. Hanging out his mouth, he's a roguish archetype, and he found a nice blunderbuss. In his lord's closet, amongst a box full of fun things, and I don't even know why. But he's coming for you, yes, he's coming for you, and all you paladins, you stuffy pricks, better run, better run, outrun his pellet. All you paladins, you stuffy pricks, you better run, better run, outrun his iron pellet. Welcome to Live and Let's Dice. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Jahey. Joined with me today are our fellow players, our wonderful, wonderful players. We have Dean playing Burn Dawnbringer, uh, Stolas played by Dini, Melok the Magnificent played by Devin Silva, and Zanvin the Birthday Boy yo, played yo, by yo. Zach. Thank you guys. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. How old are you now, Zachary? 28. Man, you're just a little guy. I know. I'm like King Tutankhamun, the young, the young king, That's ruling awesome. over this empire. Dean, well, your face we... is incredible. When I said that. <laughs> you're like, well, <laughs> you didn't even have to say it, but I didn't tell you. <laughs> That's exactly what you I had this like, like you were like smiling, and then you're like, mm. <laughs> well, we gotta go back and see that one. Oh god, That's that was awesome. good. That was hilarious. All right, well, we are hopping into it. Well, uh, let's do recap first. Yes. Uh, who wants to recap? Uh, we're in a trial right now, and uh, there's several rooms that we're trying to get to the end for this trial, and the current one that we're on is with a genie and uh, name, nicknamed Kanye West, <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's about as much as I remember from the last stream. The yeah, magical we, Jesus. We were in, uh, like, room five. We had to go through a bunch of rooms, and we have to get something. And I was like, "We need to go backwards to get it, or we'll get locked out." Does that make sense? Yes. Let me get that up here. There's a convoluted mate. Yes, there we go. I was like, the floors were jade or something. Yes. So you guys are in room four, actually, Dean. <clears throat> oh, it's close. I said, yeah, really close. Really good job. Uh, the biggest thing about this, so you guys came through one, came down over, up through three, and then over to four. Um, the biggest thing is you can't go backwards in these rooms. So once you go to them, you can't come back unless there's another passageway that leads that way. So what Dean was talking about is that you guys are going to go to six, to eight, to seven, back to six. Or no. Yes, that's what it was. From five to six, back to four, since there's another passageway through here. And then you guys would be able to come back out and try and find this genie's lamp. Uh, he told you that he would give you a reward. You guys wanted to know the term of the contract, uh, at which point he produced a bunch of gold that had a bunch of symbols on it. Uh, meta for our, our viewers here, uh, Cody, the dungeon master did a fair amount of play testing with some beta testers via Reddit. And it turned out that the puzzle I made was way too hard. So what we are actually going to do is I have a trial for each of you uh, that the wonderful Jesus will give you. 
I, I don't remember Jesus. I'm yeah, I remember he described him, and I was like, this sounds like Kanye West. And Kanye like, West is retconning the name as... Does uh, he like fish sticks? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so as you have this pile of gold before you, each of them turns into a key. They melt and reapparate into uh, a key for each of you. And he says, man... You just bring back each piece of the contract and we'll hash it out when you get here. So, hidden in the next rooms, there will be some items that if you can find via uh, internal checks, will give you a chance at something great from the immortal Jesus. Potentially a wish, maybe something lesser. We'll see who brings back what and how far we get. Uh, But with that, you are in this kind of plane of air and this... um, floating tent on this cloud there uh is two doors left there is a left door and a right door which one would you like to proceed to either room five or room six um we didn't go to room three did we we cut across from two to four didn't we correct yeah we did Uh, there's a hallway that appeared that you guys found a way through so i think we should go up to three back down to five then we could go to six and if we have to go to four we could still use that second pathway i'm going to room six. Oh, but then we couldn't go oh and then yeah we could no. oh i think you said the two doors lead to room five and room six so mm-hmm. i'm dipping melak you open the large door to room six and see a long hallway filled with stairs that descend down oh this is a bit more ominous than i originally thought but oh well down i go Okay. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Who follows? I'll follow him. Okay. He's my little guy. So you're my big guy, buddy. I'll follow <laughs> as well. Okay. You guys follow. Uh, Zanvin and Stolas, what are you guys up to? Wait, I was going to follow them to room six. Oh, okay. Stolas, are you following as well? I guess I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you don't have smart. to, but if you choose to, you may. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, because I don't want to get stuck in quicksand or something like the last room. So oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, these are dangerous rooms. Yeah, let's yeah they're dangerous room. rooms. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to mute super quick. Okay. Yeah, I think it's probably important <clears throat> to stick together. Room six. Uh, Devin, uh, excuse me, Melok, since you're the first person to enter, I will describe it to you. Uh, you go down this hallway that is, unlike the other hallways, have been super clean, almost scrubbed and accurate, like I described earlier, uh, that you had noted maybe was cleaned by oozes for this entire um, under cavern. This is different. There is visible dust on these stairs. Uh, instead of having beautiful mosaics on the walls, it's hewn stone. Um, as you enter, there's a large wooden banded door. Do you want to open the door hmm. and go through it? We Let's think they'll need to fire some of the hired help, but, um, well, I guess I'll go through this door. Okay. You open the door. Uh, it takes a little bit. You put your whole shoulder into it. Not oh, quite. Burn. Can I get a hand? It's a, it's a heavy door. You got it. Go ahead and um, give me a strength check, Burn. All right. It's just a D20, right? Yes, sir. D20 plus strength. Oh, no. My character sheet. 
I imagine Burn just kind of like pushes it open with a finger, really nonchalantly. Damn it, what's the what's the website? Google Docs. I, I rolled a nineteen on my dice. If I heard it's right. Sorry about that. That's okay. Well, I rolled a sixteen, okay. so my little sixteen's pushing at it. Okay, so D twenty. It's eleven and then plus three, so uh so between the 14. two of you you are able to push the door open. Devin, I didn't know you rolled so hard. My my bad, dude. Uh yeah, you guys are I, able I to roll real hard. I'm always yeah. rolling hard. Oh, yeah, God. you are. Uh <laughs> as I have told <laughs> last episode, these rooms are not to scale, they are more or less a visual aid. Uh we're gonna do some theater of the mind, trying some new things out for our channel, seeing what works best for our players. Uh as you enter this smaller room. Uh, about 30 feet by 30 feet uh, square, you can hear two voices arguing. Uh, you see in the middle of the room, smack dab in the middle of the room, um, a small wooden table, maybe five foot total square. Um, the rest of the room is completely barren. There's nothing that you could see uh, other than a rug that lays beneath the table. In one cage, there is a bird and it's in like a, a brass bird cage. And then in another thing on the table, there is like this bell-shaped piece of glass with a tiny man inside. And you can hear the bird squawking back and forth uh, between at this tiny man, whose voice you can hardly hear because the glass actually covers it. Also on the table is a round blue vial and a hexagonal green vial next to each of the items, or next to each of the cages. Uh, blue to the left of the metal cage, uh, green to the right of the glass cage. How would you like to proceed? What are you two twiddle poops arguing about? Uh, are they, are they disembodied voices or can we see? Uh, just so we can hear voices. You can hear voices, uh, what you would presume coming from these two creatures on the table. Oh, okay. I, I thought they were separate creatures. Um, Devin, the bird... Uh, which is a raven on closer inspection, uh, cocks its head at you and looks at you with one of its black orbital eyes and goes, Rah! and squawks. Ah, we have a friend <laughs> who can speak like that. Stole us. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Uh, stole us. You think he said, Rah! Just a normal that's, exactly, that, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> All right, well. Um, he's he looks at you, Devin, and he says, Wow, so tough outside the cage. Brah! What do you let mean me out, that? and I will I will show you who strong I am. Well, I'm not impressed by strength, but I mean, we got a buddy here who's pretty fucking tough, Burn. What do you want to do? Arm wrestle him? Arm wrestle a bird, wing wrestle a bird, wing wrestle a bird. Do you want to <laughs> burn? Do you what? What do you want? What? What? Let, let me out, but don't let him out. Give him the blue vial. I'd like to investigate the vials. Uh, yeah. What Go if ahead, we let uh, both of you out? Ah, uh, don't do that. He's a, <laughs> he's an ass. <laughs> he kind of I got, pecks I got a, towards the glass. I got a nine. Uh, you got a Modified. nine. You don't know what the blue vial is. <laughs> uh, it seems to be some sort of fizzing Dude. Uh, potion. <laughs> As you look at it, it looks like it's boiling. Um, this blue kind of uh, 
turquoise colored liquid. Uh, the green vial you recognize probably is poison just based on the smell if you were to pop the cork. Uh, but instead of bubbling, it actually has a swirling vortex that comes down on it. And the green Ooh. vial's next to the little man, right? Correct. Uh, as you look at the green vial, the little man taps on the glass and he says, Don't let me out. Is well, that a human man, or does he just look like he a looks like humanoid? a tiny human man in wizard's robes? Am I getting? Some, some, uh, I just rolled perception at nineteen, so modified twenty. Am I am I getting some vibes from these guys? Um, hmm. What, what do I notice about the little man? What is he wearing? Does he have any insignia? Yeah. So you are you you rolled perception or investigation? I'm sorry, Devin. Perception. Perception. Uh, so you are kind of actively looking at these two creatures. Um, the bird smells faintly like brimstone, which is odd, and it has uh, not a lot of room in the cage. There's also not any shed feathers on the bed of the cage. However, there's a lot of bird shit. Very the odd. small man um, actually has a little portable, like, book, like, um, well, a book, like a, like a podium inside this little cage. Uh, and strewn all around the inside of this glass cage are multiple pages that you can't quite read because they're too small. Uh, but he looks like he's been here a while. He's wearing sort of wizard-esque robes, uh, and you can make out a broken wand off to one corner of his tiny little mm. glass display case. Well, my friends, I, I think the brimstone is a bad, it's a bad woman. thing. Yeah. No! Yeah. Can I, uh... no. Go ahead. Can I cast Divine Sense and really get a better feel of what's going on? Yeah. Oh, burn. Okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, is that a D20? Yes. <clears throat> oh, I, I rolled two on accident. Sorry. Uh, well, right. Oh, on the roller, <laughs> I had two that were already here. And if you don't remove them, it rolls them together. Oh, interesting. That's kind of cool. And, oh, here we go. I was like, no, I can't get a troll. Okay, that was an 18. Uh, do I get a modifier? Uh, no, I think Divine Sense just is what it is. Um, okay. I will say, if you want to roll Arcana, I will give you some more information about the world you are in. This extra planar space. How do I, how do, I do that? Uh, there should be a skill on the left-hand side called oh, Arcana. Oh, negative one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Two things happen, Burn. One, your paladinic senses are... Normally when you use them, think like Professor X style. Um, he can like reach out, but only so far. But if he uses Cerebro, you get that super good, good reach, right? The whole Earth. Everything, Hell yeah. Right? Okay. That's what it feels like, and then it starts to hurt. Oh, no. Um, and everything around you distorts, and you can see a human's man's face as if like... As if you're laying on your back, it's kind of over the you. Uh, and then as as you start to like sit up, you feel like what feels like a paw hit your chest, and then you fade back back into this reality. Oh god. Um as you look around, you get a couple things. So with Divine Sense, it actually does a fair amount of things. You can detect alignment. Um Doing so, I would say that both of these creatures fall in the neutral realm, one more e more so evil than the other, okay. and one more or less pure neutral, uh, being the small wizard man being more neutral and the bird being a little bit more evil. 
Of course, it's fucking birds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, as you reach out with your senses, blue sparks erupt from the table as you see a set of runes that light up. Oh, uh, oh is Cody frozen? The runes, they got Cody. No. Oh, shit. I'm going to drink both the vials. Come back? Oh no! He's oh no! Back. All right, let's let's talk amongst ourselves. What do we what do we think in here? I definitely trust the wizard more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> better vibes. Much better vibes. Yeah, better vibes. What 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 color does he get? The blue vial. Let me see. I wrote it down. the The wizard has the green vial, and the oh. bird has the blue vial. Because usually blue is good, but he said the we could bird... also. He also said, I think the green vial was poisonous, right? I don't know. Can either one get either vial or they have to get... Yeah, he said they're placed next to the vials. Oh, okay. Well, blue is usually good, so I say give the wizard the blue vial. But it's fizzing and bubbling. Oh, maybe it's just like soda pop. Some Fago. Blue Raspberry Fago. Oh! Sorry about that. What's up, buddy? I'm back. Long time no see. You said runes erupted and then you went. Like full frozen? (laughs) Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, Yeah, so runes around this table erupt uh, into blue light that kind of flare up as they go around the table as your sense kind of pings out from you uh, and disperse the rest of your magic before you can gain more information. Uh, but you believe that this bird is some sort of neutral evil. Okay. Okay. Well, I let all my friends know. Okay. Stolas, what would you like to do? Um, would it, I'd like to inspect this weird key thing that I was given. Yes. Because uh, I don't even know what this is for, so. Ah, uh, it appears to be a golden key. Would you like to try and insert it into the lock on the metal cage or the lock on the glass cage? What do you guys think? Whichever one the wizard's in, I guess. Yeah. The wizard is in the glass one, right? Mm -hmm. Are we all in agreement on that? Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement. (laughs) Okay, because last time I made a decision and you all agreed. (laughs) (laughs) I did not agree. Okay, okay. So yes, I'd like to try and see if it opens up the uh, the glass case. Yeah, uh, you try and fit your key in, and it does not fit into the lock. It is too big for the small lock on the desk. Sorry, guys, no go. Uh, it also it doesn't fit into either lock. Uh, on after trying for a little bit, would you like to try and look around the room for something this? Yeah, let's let's uh let's take a peek around, see if there's any other uh I don't know, crevices or statues or anything that we can take a peek at. Yes. Uh go ahead. So you start walking around the room. How how? As a 30 by 30 room, not super big. Are you starting on like the outside walls, like running your hands across the walls? Describe how you are searching. Um yeah, I guess uh, checking checking for any sort of uh, 
I don't know. Are there any paintings or anything in here? I could peek behind or. <laughs> the only really decorative thing as you kind of glance around the room is this rug on the floor. However, um, I will give you advantage searching if you are actively looking. Like if you're going through and like touching the walls, walking around the room, if you're trying to investigate the whole room. Okay, yeah. I guess I would physically be kind of poking around to see if there's anything kind of out of place or um, unusual. How much time do you want to spend doing this, if I may ask? How much time? Uh, I guess for this room isn't very big, so maybe just like five minutes. Okay, perfect. So yeah, so for the next five minutes, go ahead and make your two rolls, and I will hop back to you. Okay. okay. Is there uh, any any particular skill I'll be using for this? Uh, you can choose investigation, arcana. I think there's perception, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Dini, can you check private chat? Yeah, sure. Perfect. Uh, Melok, you had said something before I blurred out. What What did you say? I don't remember. That was a while ago, man. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, is there anything you would like to do in this room? No, I, I already, you know, got got my lowdown on the juju from both of those fellas in the cage. I'm just going to talk to him some more. Like, hey, what are y'all about? Uh, which one are you asking? Why are you guys in here? <laughs> uh, the small wizard said, he did it. And at the same time that he says that, the bird says to the wizard, look like nodding towards the wizard, he did it. The swell did what exactly? Well, I was writing a book about magics, things that you probably scholarly men either would or would not understand, depending on your field of study. I'm quite scholarly. I'm sure I'd get it. But anyways, on to the point. (laughs) He says, and then this damn bird messed up my spell. And now we're both in cages. Ah, and yeah. from your point of view, bird? The bird says, he's a liar. Rah, oh, I knew him. it. Can you, let me can, eat him. Can you qualify that statement? Rah, food. You're not doing much to help your, your case out here right now. Uh, the eyes on the bird turn red for a second, Malak, as you look at it, and then fade back out. Well, Jesus, I'm certainly not letting you out of the cage. <laughs> you suck. All right, Wizard, how do we get you out of here? You just got to break the glass, pour the blue potion over his cage, and then the green potion on my cage. All right, that should be easy enough. I'm going to slowly draw out my rapier, giving any of our team a chance to stop me, if they should so choose, and bust that glass. I'm making a dramatic scene of it, for sure. Uh, uh, Anyone would like to stop my lock? No, I think he has a good good lock on things. Perfect. Uh, Dini, what were your numbers for investigation, if I may ask? I got a modified 17 and a modified 21. Uh, Perfect. With a 21, you trip over something that's invisible on the side of the room uh, right before Devin stabs the glass. Devin, you hear a thwomp. From the back of the room. Stolas, are you okay? You have wings. How do you trip? <laughs> uh, she still walks. <laughs> like, as you um, 
right yourself on the ground, Stolas. There is something invisible uh, on the ground that is roughly five feet wide and three feet tall. Devin, back to you. Are you oh, pouring goodness, these? What is that? I just got <laughs> sidetracked. I'm completely interested in this. this, this <laughs> I'm rushing over to figure out what it is. I'm, I'm patting it with my hands, trying to get the general feel of the shape. Yeah, uh, Stolas seems to be a part of it right now as she has fallen over and is kind of lining one side of this item. Uh, go ahead and give me investigation, or if you have a spell you would like to cast, perchance. Um, I don't think I have any spells that are going to tell me what this thing is, so... Uh, nope. You, you might. I don't know. No, but I if, don't. Okay. Yeah, it uh, uh, is going to be a modified 18. Um yeah, so with 18 it seems between you and Stolos kind of like after she he has righted himself uh feeling the it seems to be a box that's invisible. Uh and the wizard squeaks and says, "No, that's mine." Uh from the <laughs> little glass box. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be able to do anything about it and I'm quite curious. How do I open this thing? Uh, are you feeling around on it? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, sorry, Allie. You're a good dog. Allie is a good dog. Uh, it's 18 to hit you, Devin. You feel something clamp down on your hand. Ouch! Uh, as this razor-sharp teeth uh, pierce your tiny gnomish skin. Okay, can I respond with lighting burning hands off inside of this thing? <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, give me one sec here. Let me do damage really quick, and then you can uh, do your thing. All right, deal me some damage, Daddy. Uh, it's a total of four. Okay. Um, it, All right. It seems to be a single bite. It has not latched onto you, but it doesn't take any other hostile action. And then you hear a disembodied voice say, Watch where you're putting your hands. Why is everything in here so weird? So it, it's going to be pretty instantaneous and boom like that. As soon as I get bit on, I'm going to burning hands in the thing's mouth. Okay. <sighs> burning hands go off. Uh, hmm, I think I get to... I think I think I only have burning hands level one, don't I? Don't I? I forgot. Or was it level two? I think it's... Well, it's just the access to the spell itself. So if you have second level oh. slots, you can oh, cast those okay. whenever and you I'm like. just going to launch it off at level one. Um, okay, for five. I will say, Devin. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because you're not being held. Never mind. Five. Um, yep. Let me. I can just make a save, don't I? Or five to hit. Uh oh! Each creature takes three d six fire damage on a failed save. Half as much on a successful. So yeah, you get to save. Um, uh, and roll three more d six. How's a hot four treating you? As a save? What are you saving against my spell? Yes, against your spell. So that's going to be what? On my spell? Where do I find So it should be on the very spell attack. You you match it, so... No, 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 that's your spell attack modifier, my dude. Yours should be um, on the spell sheet on the top right. It'll say, like, spell save DC. Oh, the spell save DC. See, guys, it's been so long since I've played. That's all right. Here I am getting all... Wuckety I can tell wuck. you four doesn't make it. All right, four definitely doesn't make it. So that thing takes 13 points of fire damage. Uh, perfect. It smells like burning wood as you hear this <laughs> from the corner of the room as this small box begins to scream at the top of its lungs. It ignites any flammable objects. So uh, is the wood flammable? 
the wood is flammable, and on top of that, the mouth you can make out two large eyes and a mouth as this thing begins to blister and burn on the outside of what you would presume is skin. Um, and is actively on fire as smoke begins to fill the room and as it begins to cough smoke as whatever inside has also begun to catch fire. Well, that's pretty lit. Anyways, wizard, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, there's a terrible screeching noise from the corner. Uh, I'm going to hop over to Burn. Burn, what are you up to, my dude? Uh, I'm standing. Stole off trip. Devin got bit. <laughs> Devin lit this thing on fire in anger, and it is now screeching in the corner of the room. There's a tiny man in a glass jar or cage and a tiny bird in a glass oh, raven-sized bird. Oh man, um, I'm trying to see if I have any like spells or something. Is anybody hurt so far? I only have four points of damage. I think that's it. I think my pride was damaged, but that's it. <laughs> um, Luckily, Melot came to the defense. Well, people are getting attacked, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my. My sword attacked. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, well, it's time to hit that with my sword. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna pull it out, and if something comes at me, then I'll which which sword do you pull out? Do you pull out horse cutter or do you pull out the moon blade? The I'll pull out the moon blade just because it saved me last time. Wow. Okay. Um, does anything happen? Do these creatures react? Uh, yeah, the bird, like, covers its eyes because of how bright it is with, like, one of its wings. The small man, uh, begins, like, taking notes and, like, making sketches. He has, like, a piece of paper up to the uh, side of the glass, and he's, like, sketching out your moon blade and kind of what you look like. You like that? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, the (laughs) mimic in the corner is still screaming at the top of its lungs. Ah! As it burns alive. Um, would you like to- like- <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I could think of is that sad little like sound they make in Dark Souls when they do it. <laughs> Imagine that you just lit the brave little toaster on fire. That's just no. what happened. Oh my god. <laughs> Great job, Devin. The fucking thing bit me. <laughs> if I wasn't bit, it wouldn't be lit. <laughs> Uh, okay if i get bit your ass is lit i mean you get stung by a bee you're gonna smack it right would you like to do anything else that's not quite the same (laughs) uh me yeah um i'm trying to think Uh, i'm trying to see what this this is um I don't, I don't see a name for it, but it says, as an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer of denunciation. Mm. Your channel divin- I don't know if that helps. That would be your channel divinity. You can uh, scare undead creatures away. Uh, you also can gain advantage for one minute on one creature. Oh. So that's Wait. like daily powers. You channel the raw power of your draconic. Oh, but that's an action point, isn't it? That's That does take an action to do. No, let me save that then. I, okay. guess, I guess let me just see how things turn out. All right, so you're going to hold your action in case someone gets hurt is that what I'm, or like starts getting hurt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Austin watching the stream. What's up, Yo. buddy? Yeah, hey, welcome. Um, Zanfin, what would you like to do? 
as this ruckus continues. Well, first off, this thing screaming is probably hella annoying. Ah! Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a dagger at him because he's just really, <laughs> really ruining my concentration here. Is it like the really nonchalant? Like you don't look away from the table. You just yeah. I'm trying it? to concentrate okay. on this damn riddle and this thing is. Scre- I get he's getting burned, but I mean, uh, yeah. Shut up, man. Talk shit, get hit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, I'm gonna throw a dagger. Okay. Uh, roll a d20. I got. Uh, an 18, uh, oh. and I guess it's plus four. Oh, yeah. You, you, so you hear, ah! <laughs> that's what the hit, ah! right? yeah. That hits okay. And then the damage is 1d4, so right, yeah, 1d4. Okay, you cut off its uvula. Oh, god, <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> and here ah! from the corner. Oh god! Is he gonna Would be you, quiet or is he what still is making noise? Is the like in the back of his throat? <laughs> yes, in the back oh of his throat. Oh my god! You just put right. him out of his misery, Zach. That's what I was trying to do, but I hit his uvula. He's not dead. <laughs> he takes oh, up the damage and is on fire actively. <laughs> is there a way I can just stomp the fire off this poor dude? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I'm, it's really annoying, so I'm just going to use my mage hand to cover up its mouth so I don't have to do it anymore. Okay, so now I'm going to I'm gonna go back to the, the situation at hand, no pun intended. And um, answer, answer questions super quick. Yes, Devin, uh, you can cover its mouth, so it goes... Now, Stolas, you could take an action to put it out if you would like to. <laughs> I would. Uh, at this point, it's invisibility. It's natural like camouflage that it was blending into the floor with. Uh, has charred its skin so bad that it's blistered and you can make out this box. Uh, smoke begins to curl out through Devin's small fingers as you begin to put out this box. Uh, Zach, sorry, go ahead. What are those things called? Those treasure chests with teeth? It's a mimic. Mimics. Yep. Is it a mimic? It is a mimic. Although this one seems yeah. to be not hostile. Oh, that's why I thought it was messed up to set him. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to the mimic. Uh. And apologize. <laughs> and apologize. Uh, he's very badly burned. So okay. badly burned. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me take a. Uh, I guess perception because have we identified this this uh, mimic is uh, neutral or evil or anything like that? Uh, as you look over it, you think maybe Devin accidentally poked it in the eye uh, because it's Which eyes. Is why like he bit him? Eye, mouth. Eye as he's running his hand along one side of the chest, so uh-huh. he probably just like put his whole hand, his little tiny little kinder hand, right into its eye, and then while he kept going, it just opened its mouth and went hunk. Okay. Uh, uh, I would like to uh, let me see. Uh, mimic is a okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna offer him a, a healing potion if if he's able to. Uh, can I give him a healing potion, Cody? I don't know. I'm not, I've never heard of a treasure chest with a being inside of it, so I'm not sure. Um, what, or it, would it be better if burned to like a lay on hands, maybe? I, oh, hmm. I feel bad that I daggered him. I give didn't really me the, <laughs> the guilt. God. I I regret it. Can I can I can I just say one thing from Meta? Yeah. My point of view: you are a hardened assassin. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's Maybe not like you feel guilty. <laughs> right? Yeah, but if he's a good guy. He's, he's I didn't say he was good. I said he was not hostile. 
That is true. I mean, and I mimics, will say are just mimics. As you look at it, it is a bloodied creature. Uh, well, I should say, I mean, well, technically bloodied, yes. So explain this creature to me one time. So it's a creature in a box or the creature so is it a is, box? The creature itself he is the can box. take on any form of an item around it. So in our world, it could be a water bottle, right? Uh-huh. So this the... little Gatorade water bottle. So as Got soon as I grab it, it uh, reacts to whatever I'm doing. It's a sticky, viscous surface. Uh, mimics can choose to blend in with the surface around it, making it invi- like nearly invisible or like hides better. It can choose to just be an item. This seems to be some sort of storage device that this wizard uses that is also a mimic. Okay. Um, um, what I- did the... I'm going to ask the, the creature, what is the wizard stored inside of you? <laughs> and then there's smoke pouring out of its mouth. So whatever I, is inside of it is slowly. Can I lay on hands? You could. I'm going to ask it to show us. You could, so show, uh, show me what's inside of you, since he can't talk. Uh, Devin, do you release the mage hand? Do I release the mage hand? Yes, you're yeah, holding yeah, his sure, mouth shut. Sure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> there's no more of that squealing. Uh... Yeah, it tries to open its mouth, uh, and you can make out a, a locked compartment, uh, a lock on the out on the Ooh, front of its mouth. Oh, so has a key. I'm gonna pass my turn over. Well, you guys can stick your hand in there. I'll you can it. have the key, and you can do it. Because <laughs> I know Burn's what these things do. Burn's <laughs> gonna do it. So, Burn, you want to do it? You want to stick your hand in? I my moon blade out. If he tries anything, I'm just gonna cleave. Him. Cleave his ass in half. <laughs> Okay, here you, go. here you go, Ren. He's all yours. <laughs> yeah, you take this uh, golden key. I should say each of you has a key, thanks to the genie. But you take Stolas's key. In case he tries anything funny, I, I, I'll, I'll barter with him. If you don't bite my arm, I'll heal you when, when I open this up. Uh, it shivers in fear. Yes. Okay. Not. Not. As best as the chat could nod, it nods at you. Okay. Uh, You told it to be quiet, so it is not speaking. Okay. All right. Let me open this shit up. Yeah. Uh, Stolas, you hear dissonant whispers telling you to eat the flesh of this creature when you get the chance to. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, As the shadows turn into tentacles on the wall, burn as you insert this key into its (laughs) mouth. God. Gonna glance over that. It's so casual. Okay. That's the way to lost. Pray on it. As you open the lock on it, it uh, opens up and then turns into a pile of aphomorphous goo as uh, there are items inside spill out. It begins to scurry off into the um, grate on the floor that you can see uh, that it was sitting on top of. The goo is. <clears throat> The goo scurries away. Yes, the creature itself turns into goo. It is no longer oh. a chest. You have released it from its form. Gonna wow. Okay. Uh, and it scurries away. Uh, items that fall out are now all charred, except for a couple of things that are useful. Damn it. Um, there were 16 books inside of this creature, 14 of which have burned. Um, Great. <laughs> the other two <laughs> are very badly charred. Uh, Stolas, you can make out as you kind of sift through this uh, <laughs> stuff what looks like the corner to be of a contract. Uh, as you notice it, it's golden paper kind of flex uh, as the ash does not seem to have tarnished it at all from the magical fire. 
Nice. You can add a piece of Yeezy's contract into your inventory. Yes, I will do that. Nice job. Uh, and quick question, am I supposed to eat the goo? You <laughs> could try it. There's still some residue it... left if you want to. This is <laughs> or was this... I supposed to actually eat the creature? <laughs> That's just what this hungersome voice tells you to do. Would okay, you like gotcha. to try and pursue I got the said creature as it begins to drip through the grates? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, you run your hand through it. It feels like snot. And uh, are you gonna do you eat it? <laughs> I, I think I'll, um, <laughs> I'll mix, I'll, I'll very low key mix it in with the grog I have in my inventory and drink it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna like, God. I, I see Stolas looking hungrily at this snot on the ground, and I'm just gonna smack her hand. And be like, no. No, what the hell? What the fuck? Still lost, still lost no. from the, the amulet uh, around your neck, an eye forms a blazing red eye of anger as, as he smacks you. And the voice inside your head tells you, devour them all. Whoa. Devour the chest, devour the oh, halfling. No. And then it subsides. <laughs> Whew. Uh, Devin, you cannot hear this. But I imagine looking at me with some psycho fucking eyeballs. Yeah, as you as uh as you look up at her, as you slap her hand and look her in the eyes, her eyes go from what did you see? Her eyes were green. I feel yellow. like yellow, from this like perfect avian yellow to this glazed over like anime fire red for a second, and then they hey. turn on and they go back to yellow. <laughs> All right, you're gonna chill with that bullshit. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Okay. Still, Anyways, do you try to lift the snot on your hand? Uh, it's up to you. You have been dissuaded as I, I think. I think for for now, I'll be dissuaded from doing it. Okay. Because it is a little weird wanting to <laughs> lick weird snot crap off the floor. <laughs> yes. You. Hmm. Go ahead and give me insight on like on yourself. Insight so, on myself. Okay. Yeah. So I, so I can reveal inner it's thoughts of this creature. Is there a bad guy in this campaign? No. <laughs> no. Cody's like, like, oh, oh shit, no, I figured it out. That. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just catch Cody? that would be a modified 17. Okay, you got over 10. You think this, this eldritch god that you serve, uh, whose name is Hadar, uh, his domain is the Great Devourer. Um, so in his lore and things, you think that it, it, it pleases him as, as a powerful ancient deity to consume things. Yeah. So just in general, just in general. So if you hear random voices or distant whisperings, it's your God. Gotcha. Okay. Anyways, Zanvin, uh, yeah. you turn back to the table where the wizard is looking in horror at the chest that is, or these books that have burned. And my spell books! My research! Uh, yes. He sits down on the table and begins weeping profusely as a small man came. I'm gonna ask him, uh, how did you get inside of this cage, wizard? He just, he just sobs. Okay, he's playing difficult. Is this like a cage with like bars, or is this like a like a uh, it is box? as if someone has turned a mason jar? So, oh, I guess yeah, like like inside. a jar on top of him. Yes, exactly. It is a perfectly smooth, uh, domed, maybe to like sickly, 
Kind of like in Beauty and the Beast with the rose inside of yeah, it. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's it's this gross mockery of a cage that this bird has, if that makes sense, that he's yeah. been trapped in. Yeah, well, we're leaving that fucking bird in there. Should we let the guy out? I'm going to ask the team. Should we let this wizard out? Maybe he can help us on our travels. Yeah, I think I was just about to do that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to walk over to the, uh, I guess, the glass. And I could probably just pick it up, right, to let him out. Uh, yeah, you try to, and it is, like, stuck to the table. Okay. Says, you, you have to kill one of us with the blue vial and free one of us with the green vial. Oh, kill the bird. Yeah, we're going to kill the bird <laughs> with the deathly poisonous... Yeah, I'm hungry anyway, so let's cook it. Well, you probably don't want to eat a poison bird. Well, we're not going to poison We're just going to cook it. Uh, he just said bird... we have to kill it with the vial. No, the bird says, no, wait! No, I do your thing. <laughs> Set that bird ablaze. Uh, this this ah, creature... Just Hang on, what is the bird? Devin, this, this creature that uh, shows itself, uh, it turns from being a bird to this small quasit, which is like a small humanoid creature. Uh, oh, the feathers, creature? demon-esque creature, like an imp almost. It's called the closet. Oh, yeah. okay. no, 100% we're killing that thing. thing. Yeah, 100%. It says, wait, wait, bard. Yes, deception what? I have played, but I know a guy who has <laughs> access to another guy that can give you untold potentials in music. Well, we know I know the I'm... ritual to summon him. He already possesses untold. No, I mean, no, no, oh, no, no. Burn. thank you so much. You know <laughs> what? That sounds like a big hassle. <laughs> it sounds uh, like a pain in the ass. Maybe if it was you, but you know a guy who knows a guy. You have no guarantee that this guy's even going to do anything for me. So no, I could kill the closet. <laughs> I would like to kill the closet. Yeah, you pour the blue liquid onto it. The blue liquid is the poisonous one, right? That we uh, perceive you, to be poisonous. You have no clue. Do you want to pour the green or the blue onto the creature? Or both? Which one can kill you? The wizard, the wizard said blue. Okay, we'll pour the blue. We're good, right? Team, team, we'll, we'll pour the blue. Team. I'm going to flip the bird off as we pour the blue liquid all over him. Yeah, we're pouring yeah, the blue. You, you hear, oh yeah, yeah, as you pour this blue Kool-Aid on top of him that just boils this closet alive. Oh, thank uh, God. As his skin just evaporates. And, and then into shoop. the cage around it collapses. Mm-hmm. And then poof, out of existence. Yeah. And then now are we able to move the glass off of the wizard? Or I guess we Negative. have to free him with the, with the other liquid. Mm-hmm. So we'll pour that liquid on, I guess, the glass to see if it yeah, how much do you pour? Out of curiosity. Ninety-nine percent of it. Ninety-nine, leaving one drop within. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna give it like a little pour, see what happens, and then if nothing happens, I'm gonna keep adding a little bit more, and then see what happens. Uh, you I'm gonna pour really approximately. Good. You want to sell it? Smell it? Yeah. What does it smell like? Um. Let me get my percentile thing. <laughs> Uh, it smells like Fritos. Yeah, exactly. 100% corn chips. You pour 41% of it, according to I'm gonna my... Give, uh, I'm going to give a little tiny lick. Oh, no. Uh, Devin, for the next hour, you are under the reduce enlarge spell. Uh, specifically enlarge. Which part would, of it? His entire body. Devin grows one <laughs> size category from small to medium. Hey. Uh, you hey, also increase whoa. damage by 1d4. Whoa. No, I'm just talking a deeper voice. For hey, <laughs> that's good. 
uh, as, you pour, <laughs> as you pour the rest of this onto the glass, uh, the glass itself, as soon as the liquid hits it, just disappears as the wizard is turned back into life-size. Greetings, wizard. Yes. You have destroyed my research. Well, maybe if you would have been a little more forthcoming, <laughs> and I wouldn't have had to light that box on fire, but you wanted to be <laughs> all secretive. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. He holds his hands up and he begins to say, Hibbity bobbity bobbity bop. And as he sings this song and waves his hands, I'm going to put mimics up to his throat. I still have oh. Yeah, as soon as he puts his hands up, we're going to be like, shing. Yeah, you do that. As uh, papers from his desk begin to fly around him, and he pff, turns into mist and disappears. That son of a bitch. You have freed him, and as he does that, a trap door you hear click unlocks in room six that you're in. Damn it. I am going to let him get away that easily. Why do, Why does everyone always attack door. everything in this we didn't attack him. No, you, you attacked the box. <laughs> I didn't attack the box. I attacked it after somebody else attacked the box. The box attacked me. Ah! <laughs> all right. So what's in the trap door? We just, uh, uh, I guess we can exit. And we have yeah. all the books still, so we can take those with us. The ones that are re uh, readable still. There are two charred, add two charred books to your inventory. Awesome. Uh, they are mostly destroyed. Stolas, would you like these, or should we leave them? I like books. I'd like to keep those. Sweet. Uh, pardon me for just one moment here. Great job, team. We really nailed that room. I don't think that we did it at all. <laughs> That's the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm confident that we did not. At least we made a decision, though. And <laughs> hopefully we didn't let another demon knight type person into the realm of existence. Nope. I mean, it's like being asked to I'm just I'm, on two losing horses. I'm surprised that guy didn't have a spell to fix his books. Right? What, a, what, what, a, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> loser. You step through this uh this hatch and it kind of gives you the portal treatment as you do. There's no ladder, you can just see a hallway, and as you step through it, gravity rates itself and you end Whoa. up in the hallway. To <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hallway breaks. Are, like, are you done? <laughs> Uh, uh, the hallway itself um, is fuck, fuck dude <laughs> forks and you can go to room 7 or room 5 I think we have to go to 7 yeah we only have one piece of this contract and I don't know how well many... if you go to 5 you can loop back to 3 back to 4 I say 5 or if you go to seven, you can go seven to eight. Okay, yeah. Let's I'm down to eight. Yeah, we need to go to all the rooms in case we miss on the contract piece. And we can't go backwards, so. Yeah, that's true. If we go to seven or eight, we can't go back to six. Yeah, so we could go six to five to three, down back to five and six, right? Uh, you could go six to five to three, back to four. Oh. Where presumably you will get to another room, but you're not quite sure. You think having this this genie having his contract and his lamp will uh, probably help you get to the last two, one of two rooms. I oh, honestly don't think five. we can. We don't. I, I don't think we have a choice but to go to five. Yeah. And then three. 
So I'm I'm four going to five. Okay. Yep. You five it is. It's a five. Tally ho, chaps. <laughs> You're not that much bigger, Devin. That's the best part. <laughs> you just went from small to medium. <laughs> a medium is what? A regular sized person? Uh, it's up to technically nine feet tall. So Devin went from being three feet tall to like. He's like Shaquille O'Neal. Right yeah. Well, yeah. It technically doubles him in each dimension. So he's six foot tall. He's so I'm still I'm still smaller than Burn. Yes, you're still smaller than Burn. Yeah, sweet. But I'm just totally feeling it right now. Like I'm in a macho mood. <laughs> Did his clothes also grow, <laughs> or is he like incredible? No, no, my shirt hella tight. <laughs> I can see my it. He's basically has turned his nice shirt into a wife beater, and his, and his, his pants are now his underwear. beautiful pants are now just chubbies. And he uh, somehow got a pair of sunglasses and a do rag. I don't know. Okay, cool. oh, wow. whatever you want, Devin. A little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> Room five. Oh my god. Uh, this is a sixty-foot wide room. Oh, uh, by thirty feet wide. As one. you enter, it's like a swimming pool in the middle. Uh, there's about a two-foot ledge that runs the outside of the room. Inside the room, or inside the pool, there appears to be. Lots and lots of different fish swimming around. You can hear music like Ariel ah, 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 ah. Uh, coming from within the middle of the pool uh, is a clam that is open with a mermaid inside of it who has a golden harp who is singing up to the water as fish circle around her. It's her. Uh, and uh, did you just do you just jump in, Devin? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we're going to cast fire Jump in. Uh, the pool goes down 100 feet. Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, the fish are lots of different kinds of fish, Devin. Uh, mostly tropical seawater fish. Uh, there are a couple sharks, although they're not actively like hunting for you right now. The rest of you who have not jumped in can make out fishing rods on the outside of this room. Uh, with little matching like outfits and a scoreboard on the screen. Devin, how far down do you want to swim? Um, I just am actually, you know, I'm just gonna like lay onto my back and oh. kind of float with the water and take out my lute and start harmonizing with the song that's being sang. Nice. It's a melody, and I'm I'm just finna jam. You got it. Um, the pool is like, for lack of a better term, magically waved, so <laughs> it is kind of like rocking up and down a little bit. This is so relaxing. Yeah, and you, uh, there you go. I'm jamming. Let's go on a fishing tournament. Uh, the rest of you, do you pick up poles or what would you like to do? I'm picking up a pole. I'm gonna go okay. swim up with the mermaid, though. Yeah, you gotta swim 100 yeah. feet down and hold your breath to go talk to this mermaid. I she was on a clam in the middle. She's in the middle of, I'm so sorry, she's in the middle of the pool 100 feet down from you. Oh, oh, joke's on you. Like... We have potions of water breathing, bitch. Ha <laughs> ha. Like it was an accident that I gave those to you. Like it was an accident that I remembered. <laughs> uh, Burn, you should take a potion of water uh, water breathing. And yeah, I'm going to take one of those and I'm going to swim down to go, her. Go. And uh, I'm going to talk to her. Yeah. Uh, what's your movement speed? For a pretty mermaid, a thousand. 
<laughs> I'm asking how hard are you swimming? Well, oh, two One, you're in heavy armor, so you're going to straight up sink if you go in the water. You can take his armor off. You can. I'm, I'm just warning you, if you jump in as you are, you're in heavy armor, so you're going to have disadvantage on athletics checks <laughs> in the water. Just toss the potion down to Melloc, and I mean, I'm already there. Wait, hold on. Let me check my... I only have chain mail. Yes, which is technically heavy armor, according to the oh, Dungeon okay. Master's uh, okay, well, let me strip down to my undies. <laughs> Describe what a what kind of underwear does Burn Donbringer wear? No, it's Don Dinger now. Don Dinger. There are no undies. Just a glorious pair of top butt cheeks. Nice. <laughs> or do you have a man? You have like a mankini. <laughs> yeah. You have a mankini on. Yeah, it's, it's a, a chainmail thong. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Dope. Like a delicate bit. Yeah, you got your little chastity belt on as you jump in. Yeah, and <sighs> I swim up to her and I say, Are you a celestial? Because I feel like I'm being visited by an angel. Oh man. Wow. So you you spin down and wah 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 she can't understand me. She cannot. She speaks a different language than him. Uh, <laughs> however, she does give you the full appraisal burn dong bringer. Uh, she's impressed. More like dong bringer. That's, that's wow. <laughs> dong bringer. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Some have a fish babies or what? Yeah, you gonna keep trying to like chat her up or like speak non verbally to her? She just points over to her what? egg that we're laying like over there at the edge of the pool and says, "Go fertilize them." Yeah, am I like making? Yeah, uh... so she's this half human, fish bottomed aerial looking cholo. Um, God, I mean, with aerial uh, hit back. So. What? What? Whatever. Uh, and she. Has beautiful raven black hair that spreads out around her with a golden crown and a golden harp on this large uh, pearlescent clam throne uh, as the fish around her as she sings, uh, giving you them hungry eyes. Oh, Melok, are you down here too? You you dipping in, swimming, and no, he was playing as. Or are you just looting out? Top, yeah. Okay. There you go. He's luck. Uh, what mute? languages does Burn speak? I mean, now, like you're uh, on mute. I only speak. Um, let's see. I have it right here. Um, red and uh, oh, sorry, giant celestial orc and draconian. She yeah. Need those. She doesn't say. Just not speak. Oh, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> okay, yeah. she's she's down like a hundred. Feet in the water. Yep. So, um, let's see. I think I have a water breathing potion as well. Let me check. We all have you, two of them. Should have. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Cool. Caviar, so make this quick. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna use one, and I'm gonna join them in the water, uh, so I can speak to this uh, mermaid lady. Birds get wet. That's a yeah. Question. You uh, flip flap your way through the water. Is it breaststroke, or are you like trying to fly underwater too? Try to fly like a penguin, you know? Dope. They're pretty good yeah. at it. That's true. Uh, yeah, 
you get down here and what language do you try to speak to this beautiful mermaid woman? Um, actually, I'd like to use my class skill, Awakened Mind. Oh, you just reach out straight to her. Yeah, I can speak to any creature telepathically within 30 feet. Mm. If it can nice. speak at least one language. It nice. can. And uh, she kind of stops playing mid-strum and looks at you. And uh, you get this uh, mental feeling of new, new brain, who this? <laughs> Ask her what she thinks of it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, okay. I keep the melody going, even though she stopped. Oh, and all of the fish stop circling. Oh, after she stops playing, uh, and they all kind of slowly begin to drift uh, as the sharks begin to hunt for these fish that are swimming in the water. Oh, keep that chick playing. She's gonna we're gonna die. Oh yeah, you don't you don't have to stop playing. I mean, we're here Shh. looking for uh, the genie's golden contract. Oh. Oh yeah, I I know something about that. She says, um, "She says I I am as you can see a prisoner. Uh, however, you know if you want to free me, all you got to do is catch the biggest fish in here, uh, and if you can set the record and and beat the original record holder's record, we I am free. I'm free to go back to the plane of water." She says, um, "As for the genie's contract." If you can free me, I'll leave something behind for you that uh, contains it. Oh. Okay. Well, well, uh, well let me let me uh, relay that message to everyone else since they can't hear her. Uh, <laughs> she, this uh, mermaid is uh, trapped here, maybe by some kind of spell. So, if we can beat the record of the biggest fish, that will free her from this prison, and she'll give us a piece of the. Uh, Yeezy's contract. Jesus. All right. Well, I'm gonna go back to the. I'm gonna blow her a couple of kisses. Uh, yeah. She gives you straight up fish kisses. She <laughs> swims over. She tastes <laughs> terrible. She doesn't brush her teeth. She's a mermaid. That's all right. How would she get the toothpaste <laughs> on her brush? Anyways, uh, she gives you the smooches and uh, uh, sends you on your way, blowing you an aquatic bubble. I'm gonna settle for blowing me, but all right, let's go. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you just like fart power your way back to the surface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just thrust my way up there and yeah. grab a pole. Yeah, I think you got one already. That's pretty stiff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Burn. There are five pole, uh, four poles laid out. I'm the fifth person. Okay. Um, which one do you take? There is a large one. A small one, a medium one, and a child-sized one. Um, I mean, logically, I should probably get the big one. Okay. Burn, you have the big one. Because I'm the biggest one in here, so. Yep. I think it'd be funny if, like, Stola said the gigantic <laughs> fishing pole. <laughs> uh, Melok, Stolas and Burn surface, as you see Burn just way too excited in his chamois bikini, grab the giant pole and start trying to fish. Um, what are you going to do? He wants to impress the mermaid. I can see what's happening here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still I, playing my song. I so think I'm going to grab the child-sized one for okay. the holes. 
<laughs> just see what I can catch. <laughs> I'm straight up jamming. You're not gonna fish at all. No fishing well, for Malaka. While I'm jamming, I might have my mage hand go by, go grab a pole. Only or one gonna, of us has to break the record. Are you gonna Tom Sawyer this, Devin? Like just lay in the water while your mage hands do everything else? Completely, yeah. Cool, I love it. Uh, Zanvin, you've been kind of quiet. What are you up to? I am going to grab a fishing pole. And, well, actually, I don't know about this. So, has anyone told me what's going on about the fishing tournament? I would assume that as soon as yeah, Stolos and Burns surface. Told us. Okay, yeah, yeah, I told everyone. Yeah, I'm going to grab uh, one of the fishing rods and uh, I'm going to get comfortable. And I'm looking at my inventory. I don't think I have anything we could use as bait. Can I use an uh, investigation to see if there's anything we can use to bait the water? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, I rolled an 18 plus 422. Yeah, you got oyster crackers from uh, the town. Just like one little packet. Just a couple crackers. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to put one on my uh, my hook and I'm going to toss it into the water. Cool. Um, make me a dexterity saving throw super quick. Dexterity saving throw was... Let me look that up. Was it 13 plus 4 is a 17? Uh, you feel something slap you across the face. The fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, and then something tries to slap the rod out of your hands. I'm going to get up and draw one of my concealed weapons. And uh, can I take a perception check to see if I can understand what's going on? Sure. That was a 15 plus 5 is a 20. Oh, okay, yeah. You see... Um, got bitch slapped by a fucking... Something. Um, not not like the air elemental that you guys saw, but it's almost like this, this being made of force uh, as you kind of shift and look at it. Uh, as you pass your hand through it, uh, you can feel that it has tangible like feelings, but if you push harder, it's almost just like this force will give way and you could push through this creature's uh, body. Okay. Um, it is holding two items out to you, kind of um, into your body so that no one else can see it but you. One is a rock shaped like a dog. The other seems to be some sort of spear with a note attached to it as it uh, is holding it out to you. Okay. Is it offering them to me, or is it just like like teasing that they're there? You're not sure. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I know <laughs> I know which one I want. Uh, I'll reach for the statue shaped like a dog. Cool. It still presents the spear to you. It's not a statue. It's a rock. Oh, it's a rock, it's a rock. shaped like a dog. It's a okay. Small statuette. To so I, I I go to reach for it, and it just goes like this with the the spear, I guess. Yeah, saying? like shakes it at you. Like this one too. Is it okay, some... I'll take both. I'll take both. Okay. Is uh, it, it a rock that's shaped like a dog or is it a, a dog shaped like a rock? Is it a rock that was sculpted to look like a dog? Um <laughs> or does it just happen to be shaped like a dog? I, I linked the picture in the uh patron chat for oh, those of you who are curious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our patrons it. actually got to see it first, kind of as uh since they got to vote. It looks like uh, someone then, like whittled it into like a Exactly. It is a oh, rock shaped like a dog. Or you know, purpose. some sort of yeah, exactly. It's about four inches tall, two inches thick, and two inches wide. 
with a statue or the i'm just kidding um <laughs> this rock shaped like a dog yes <laughs> okay i'll take both items cool uh do you read the note attached to the spear yes then? i will read the note attached to the spear uh you recognize the tight script immediately um it's your brother's handwriting hey. it says hey Faster. i'm glad my messenger found you uh you dropped this on my boat as a uh, he <laughs> has an arrow pointing over to the small rock shaped like a dog. Okay. Uh, take better care of your things. Also, uh, make sure you kill the mermaid because if you catch the biggest fist, you're letting um, this creature go. I have a target out on it, but unfortunately, I uh, am not there to help you. So if you could complete this contract for me, I will issue you payment when you get back. Oh yeah, let's kill that thing. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Cool beans. You have to convince me, Zach. I hate your brother, so... Are you sharing that you want the mermaid dead? Yes, I'm going to share that to the team. Uh, As you read the note, it's like flash paper. (sighs) Some Mission Impossible shit. It just goes up in flames. Awesome. Okay, I'll pass my turn. Cool beans. Uh, Burn, that's back to you. Top the initiative here. Nice. Uh, I'm going to attack Zag. Okay, let's do this. Let's go. Uh, I guess I cast my line out. Okay. Wait, do we need the fish or do we just kill the... However you want to do it. You cast the line out. Go ahead and give me a flex check as you... Uh, okay. With your <laughs> medieval fishing rod that probably doesn't make that noise. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just like a stick <laughs> with a string attached. Exactly. Okay. Plunk. I rolled a two, and then it's a plus five, so seven. Seven. Uh, yeah, you have a hard time like casting it out further. It's been a little while since you've been fishing, so it goes about three feet and then just sinks. Uh, and you see all of the fish kind of just swim around it. Make a performance check. A performance check? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a six. Six. Uh, so, had you taken the time to look at the pole, you would have noticed that there is a... Uh, it's already, like, hook, line, and baited. Um, the metal f- pieces on it, as they kind of spin and flip through the water, you have a hard time making it jig to try and get fish attracted to it. Uh, so, no bites this round for you. Right. Solos, the child size pole. Yeah, um, I don't even think I have bait. I looked in my inventory. I don't have anything that would work. Yeah, I think they're already baited. They are, yep. Oh, Yours, they're already baited. Okay. Yours is a little bit different. Um, it's a child-sized pole. It has a worm attached to it. Oh, don't uh, need it. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, as you can look at the worm itself, you can see that there's a large, flexible piece of metal in there that is barbed at the end uh, to, to catch whatever fish you're trying to make. Cool. Uh, do you throw I'm it out? Going- yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it up. Okay. Uh give me a dexterity check. Just D twenty plus dex. Okay, let's see. Or Arcana. Or or Arcana, okay. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna use some sort of mystic ability to help guide this rod. That'd be a modified fifteen. Nice. Yeah, you get it to cast perfectly smooth. Right through the air, it flies, it hits the water. Now go ahead and give me either a charisma saving throw or a performance check. Okay. That would be a nine. 
Nice. Um, oh, you have caught the eye of a fish. Is it? Chomp. We'll come back nice. to you next round. Cool. Uh, Samuel, you have two. You have the medium-sized rod or the spear gun. Which one are you going to set up first? Oh, shit. It's a spear gun. I thought it was just a spear. Uh, okay. it, well, it looks like a giant spear with a bunch of other pieces of wood attached to it that have some instructions. <laughs> so it's going to take a little time to set up. Okay. Uh, well, eventually I do want to investigate this rock shaped like a dog a little more, but I'll focus on the task at hand. Uh, you said it takes a little while to set up, so I guess I have to like piece it together to function as uh, intended? You would have to look at it to understand more or less what it is. Okay, I will do that. I guess okay. that would probably be... Uh, I guess either perception... Perception, maybe, or investigation. You could just—I'll take your passive. Um, okay. You—you you take the time to look at it, and you can see that there's some sort of tripod mechanism oh, God. Um, okay. that is wrapped into this collapsible bow. Okay. As you open it up, you can tell that it's a small portable ballista that has a rope attached to it. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, which you were able to fit together, get all the pieces going, uh, and kind of get it loaded as your turn as you set up this portable ballista. Okay. Um, there is a complex scope on it that is actually My made goodness. for looking through the water. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's going to take you some time to sign in and get ready to go. Yeah. Uh, but you get everything kind of <laughs> ready. Okay. Uh, I guess that probably take up most of my turn to do that. Yes. Okay. That's fine. I'll pass my turn. Cool beans. Uh, Malak, you're floating on the river as you see uh, Burn has a hard time getting his pull out. Um, Stolos does a really good job casting like a natural uh, as attracting some fish. Uh, you grabbed the other medium pole. Would My you... mage handed. Yes, you mage handed it. Would you like to make an arcana check uh, as your skill or do you want to have it passed to you and use dexterity? How would you like to proceed? I'd rather use my dexterity because I'm okay. pretty good at that. Yeah, so you can probably have it like floating next to you and you can just like flick it with your hand and then set it back in the mage hands. Uh, just to let it go so you can keep playing. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and give me uh, a dexterity check. Just a uh, flat d20 roll and add your dexterity to it. Yep, 21. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, as you kind of whittle your way on your back, adjusting yourself to the rocking of the water. Uh, now give me a performance check, and you can either use Arcana or Performance if you're using your hands to try and attract fish. Well, I'm playing a pretty nice melody. Mm, you can try and, and woo it in with the... Mermaid. Melody, don't they kind of like that? Yeah, I guess that's a good question. Do you want to... You see Zanvin on his turn set up this portable ballista. Do you want to help attract the mermaid or fish to the fishing rod? Well, I'm down for fishing because it's dope. But I'm also going to kill the shit out of this mermaid. Okay. Zanvin told us that we want to kill the shit out of the mermaid. But, I mean, right now I'm fishing, so. All right. I don't know what happens. I'm playing the song. You tell me what happens. This is your world. Uh, what did you roll for your performance check? I'm sorry. Um, Let me roll my performance check. And let me find my performance modifier, I guess. Oh, geez. What's my performance modifier, Cody? What's your charisma? Number there we go. Yeah, it's same as my decks. So, okay. 18. 18. Uh, you, all of you can see, Zanvin, 
uh, for a split second, this mermaid's giving off light, like really deep below. And the that's really the only source of light is in the middle of this pool, this uh, 60 foot long, 30 foot wide pool that was 100 feet down. Uh, directly in the center of it is a pillar of light that you can make out the shadow of fishes on the outside of. You feel, Devin, the entire pool shift. Oh, Something dear. large is attracted to the little spindle of your fishing lure. Cut, surfacing oh through the pool of water as it tries to, to catch this little um, raw um, lure that goes spinning through the air uh, as a tidal wave of water and a torrent of water go up is this large white whale that hits the surface of the water and then begins to sink back down as it misses your lure. You've caught the attention of the, of the whale in the pool. Oh, hot diggity damn. Call me Ishmael. I, uh, yep, I'm, I'm fixing I'm fixing to catch that there big fish. Uh, it is also albino white with red eyes. Dope, I'm in. Cool beans. Uh, Burn, back to you. You see everything I just described earlier happen. Yeah. I'm you want to reel back ahead. in or you want to go help Malak? Or Burn or uh, uh, Zandon? I'm going to put on all my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say you did that when you got back out of the water. Yeah, because if we're going to get into a fight, I'm not trying to be in a thong. I mean, Um, sure. Okay, so I'm dressed. Yeah, my I mean, my line isn't going to catch anything. So um, neither apparently is Devin's. Yeah, maybe I could go over there and like we could switch out rods because a whale's gonna need a big rod to catch it. So mm. I've got this big guy. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really buying that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I guess I'm just gonna watch how he, he handles it and see if he needs help. You got it. Um, as this whale goes back down and disappears into the water, um, you take to the second to, to think to yourself, how does a whale that size fit inside this pool? Uh, as you see kind of the far end of the room begin to stretch back to its original size of that 60 feet wide, as if the room itself compensated for having this whale. Uh, or the pool itself, excuse me. Um you also happen to glance that Zanvin has some sort of elaborate tripod crossbow with scope oh, that he has shit. set up. We're going to Ahab this thing. Okay. Uh, it also has a long, long rope attached to this spear. Uh, Zanvin, I will say you only have one shot. So ah, it's either fine. going to be the whale or the mermaid. That is very interesting. Okay, I'll let this play out how it's going. Burn. Anything else you'd like to do besides watching? No, I'm just going to watch. If he needs my help, or I... Oh, fuck, he's medium right now, isn't he? Yeah, he a big boy. Well, I could still... I mean, I'm still much bigger, so I could, like... Oh, yeah, you could just cradle him up up and... Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stand right behind him and see if he needs anything. Come on, you're not that much bigger. (laughs) He stands like three feet taller than me. Yeah. Stolas, you have caught the attention of something in the water. What would you like to do? Would you like to uh, make a dexterity check to see if you can hook said creature? 
Sure. Okay. Let's see. Um. See, that would be a 15 modified. Oh, perfect. You pull back on the rod and begin to reel in, reel in, reel in, reel in, reel in. As it keeps coming, it seems to be this large tubular snake-like creature that you're pulling, this like eel-esque being uh, that kind of uh, reel in, and as you keep doing it, the body just keeps coming as you keep pulling it in, like almost as if it was rope. Wow. Okay. Um, can I, can I, can I uh, inspect it a little more? See if uh, visually, if if it is in fact a, a rope as instead of a fish? Nope. It, it seems to be some sort of eel-like creature that you're actually bringing in. It seems to be so large that you can't see the end of its body in the water. I see. As okay. you keep like coiling it like rope uh, as it uh, as you bring it to the surface. You take a moment to wonder, is this the largest creature in the pool or is the whale? It's hmm. a good question. I think I'm going to keep uh, keep reeling as much as I can. In. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do this turn? Um, no, I think, uh, I think for now that's probably what I'll be working on is just trying to get this eel creature out of the water. Cool beans. Uh, Zanvin. You have this fully operational battle ballista setup. What would you like to do as this whale comes back down into the water on the far side of the pool? Uh, as the mermaid still sings from her pearlescent throne. I don't think he realized he's mute. Oh. Sorry about that. Uh, so we have one shot here. Um, I'm spaghetti. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think here. Uh, does it? Do, do, am I able to discern whether this uh, this shot can kill a whale? I mean, I've never. I mean, it, I don't That's even know how you. Great kill a question. Whale. Like, I don't want to waste the shot on the whale, and then it's like, oh, for sure. And then it's like, okay, well, that didn't do anything. That's a really, really good question. Okay. I would like to investigate, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Okay. How are you investigating this tripoded ballista? Uh, I'm going to ask my cohorts if uh, they have any experience in uh, with a weapon such as this. Uh, I mean, it seems to be very well made and here for a purpose. Is but I mean, I guess if, no, if people have been here and tried to kill this thing and this thing is still here, I'm not sure. Uh, I did roll a 15 plus for investigation, so 19. Mm. Okay. There's a button on it. I'd say just press that and see what happens. <laughs> In fact, there is. There's at the very end, there's like two triggers set up. Um, okay. Very, very modern for this world. But okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, it, I guess not trigger, more or less like paddle releases that would release the rope that shoots it through the ground. And how uh, is the device fired? Is it like a combustion that like like goes off and sets it? Yeah, or is it just like a spring load. Like a you um, look you look at the this bolt that has been loaded in there and realize it is not your not your grandma's crossbow bolt. Okay. Uh, it is like made of a obsidian black material, uh-huh. uh, and it's like super barbed and super sharp. Uh, maybe. Arcana, if you want to try and take a guess or a stab. Uh, um, 
Yeah, my Arcana is plus two, so... I got a 17 plus two is 19. Yeah, you may think it's an arrow of slaying. So you just destinate what you want it to kill, and it will seek. Oh, uh, it's like you, a... you do still have to hit, but it is... Uh, you name its foe. The heat seeking... Oh, fucking Okay. Crossbow? <laughs> and, uh, Not quite. <laughs> by a weapon of slaying, if it hits the target, it should, in theory, kill it. Correct? Uh, it will do a lot of damage to said creature. Okay. It is it is made for a t- particular kind of creature. So uh, as you get it set up, you actually get to designate what you want to try and slay with it. Uh, you only get one shot. So once you hit, it, the arrow just becomes inert after it's uh, okay. done with damage. The balls are inert. <laughs> the balls are inert. Uh, but you think it will their pants pocket, you guys. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask the team what do we think we're gonna do? So if we kill the this whale and it's not the largest creature in the room, we've wasted the bolt. If we kill the mermaid, we know for sure that's gonna give us some tangible benefit. What do you guys think? Um well only the mermaid knows where yeah, we need the piece the of that piece contract. The contract is. You can always kill her afterwards. That is true. Wow, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot. I, I don't the... know if that would work though, because as soon as we win the contest, supposedly she'll be free to go back to the realm of water. So we should kill her then. But what is the, Why do we? Why are we killing her? Because Zach's stupid idiot brother. Everyone wants to kill everyone around here. <laughs> Yeah, but his brother's a piece of crap and like doesn't know what's what. Don't you say that about Islington. He's a saint. Islington is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a totally group vote. A Let's take a group vote. We're going to shoot the mermaid or we're going to shoot the whale. I've got the whale. Don't worry about it. Okay, Malak so says he has the whale. What uh, I mean, I, I think we should try to at least be diplomatic because I think the last room we were in, we could have had the wizard help us and. We you totally op- screwed that up. Don't have to fire it. It's just an option. We don't have to fire it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. How uh, about I, this? Well, I, sh- I should I, say from I, a dungeon I, master point of view, I don't want you to feel like you have to do something you don't want to do as a character. So, if you about, as a group don't want to fire it, that's fine. It is here as an option. Proceed. How about, Sorry. Bro. How about this? I mean, you get to keep that thing before you leave, right? <laughs> Maybe. If you have a seeking missile. Why don't you just think about the genie and see if it goes and kills him instead? That is a very <laughs> good point. Yeah. Everyone just wants to kill everybody around here. Well, I'm just trying to catch the whale. I'm trying to catch this eel in peace. <laughs> okay, how about this? How about this? <laughs> Stolas? focuses on the eel because it might be bigger than the whale we don't know yeah that's that's what i'm curious about melok and i will focus on the whale if he needs help i'll get his back <laughs> zach are you just holding on to the side of the pool <laughs> just out of curiosity like are you Ooh. holding on like one side to the of the like the edge of the pool since you're in full armor and then like one hand on melok or are you like trying oh, to I tread forgot water he's, actively I forgot in he's armor in the water yeah oh I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. (laughs) What should I do in this plan, Dean? And then you just have your bolt ready to go. And if this stupid mermaid goes sideways on us, just (laughs) boom, right there. 
I'll, I'll, uh, I love off. the plan. I love. I'll hand plan. burn my uh, loot box because it floats. Oh, nice, Devin. Oh, so burn high five. five. Nice. Nice job, bud. Yeah. So I, we we all have something we're focusing on. And it hasn't been an hour. So those of you who took uh, water breathing potions, please subtract them from your character sheet. But they are still active. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold steady then, and I'll pass my turn. Okay. Back to you, Burn. Sweet. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nope, I lied. Melok. Melok. Oh. Uh, you feel the swell again as this uh, large Goliath mon- monstro of a whale. Swims oh boy. under you. Oh boy, I'm gonna be I'm I'm wiggling that that rod. Wiggle the I'm jiggle. All thinking. right. Give me that deck, son. And I'm pluckety plucking. Can I get every ounce of my will? Making this whale want a piece of me. Of you personally? Uh you know, of whatever I'm peddling. Uh it's gonna be 17. Well, do you want it to focus on the rod or on you? Because you can definitely do the wiggle like in Fortnite, back and forth, side to side, if you want to become this worm, the, the object of this whale's desire. I I want Ew. to be desired by whale. Yeah. You I want wiggle. I want to catch the whale. I'm gonna catch the whale. I need it to bite my fishing rod. Oh, your fishing rod, yeah. Zzz, it gets hooked this tiny little rod. I guess compared to this giant whale. Uh, catches in between the molars and the back of its mouth as you feel it go thump, as it catches it as it begins to drag you under. Skippity scotch bob, I've got it! I've got it! And I'm reeling it in. Bloop, you go under the water as you begin to reel yourself to the whale. I'm reeling it as hard as I can. I can yeah. feel it hard to give. Yeah, Don't reel it's, it too hard or I won't be it's able to bent, reach you. Uh, you uh, give me a, a strength saving throw. Uh, yes, which you're not at disadvantage because you're no longer a small creature. Uh, so go ahead, you're one size larger. Roll a d4 as your strength modifier. Put my dice app again because I was a dummy. <laughs> uh, my strength modifier is not hot. I have a minus nope. two. Nope, you are one size larger now, Devin. So roll a d4 and that will serve as your modifier. Oh, okay. Two. Just, okay, so two and then add that to your strength saving throw. Four. Four, six. Uh, yeah, you don't make any ground of being able to like swim backwards and reel in this whale, but it begins to pull you throughout the pool as if it was a boat and you were underwater. But I reel myself closer to it? Yeah, you, we'll say out of the 35 feet of, uh, well, probably more than that. Yeah, we'll say 60 feet of reel, you move yourself 30 feet. Can I see the blowhole? Not quite. My new plan is to climb into that blowhole. Oh, baby. Ooh, and pilot it like a like a, <laughs> like a mech. Yeah. <laughs> a whale mech. Like a uh, you also are not going to drown because you're still under the effects of the breathing potion. I guess he's too far away for me to reach now. You burn. I will say I will give you one chance to try and grab Devin. Okay, can I do that? Yes, sir. Uh, what do I need to roll? Uh, uh, let me roll yes, no dice. Ding. Yes, you grab Devin. Oh, Give me cool. a strength saving throw to hold on. Uh, uh what's which one's that? That would be a d20, and then you would add on the top left where it says saving throw. 
um, or maybe just the left-hand side of your sheet. I don't remember off the top of my head. It'll say strength under saving throws, and you should be proficient with it. Okay, yeah, three, and then I roll. Well, no, you're a paladin, so you're wisdom charisma. So just add your strength modifier. Okay, uh, I rolled a nine, and then under saving throw or ability? Uh, either one. And you said strength? Oh, they're both mm-hmm. three, so 12? 12. Is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. Uh, you're able to be dragged along with Devin. Devin, you oh, are also able to reel <laughs> you and burn closer to the whale. Maybe I could stop him from being pulled in. No, no. This creature is larger than both of you. Oh. Uh, yeah, I will say that that's Burn and Malok's turn. Well, I guess that's Malok's turn. Burn, is there anything you want to do while you're holding on to Malok? Um, let's see. Or you just want to hold on tight? I'm trying to see if I have any... Uh... Ooh, are you still holding your sword? Um, or did I you didn't let go of that shit? I ever put pool? it away, but yeah. Okay. So you're holding on to the sword in one hand with Devin. Do you want to put your sword away, or do you want to just keep trying to hold on to it one-handed? Oh, no. Let me keep trying. Like, I have the option to drop it. Sure, you could drop it into this 100 feet of water. Nah. Oh, that's too bad. I don't want to drop it. You don't have to let go of Devin. You could put it away, though, if you want. Hmm. Or you can keep trying to hold on to Devin and the sword. I'll put it away. Because I don't want to lose it. Dang. All right. Wait, what do you mean, dang? What does that mean? Dungeon Master Cody thinking. I was going to let you either hold on to Devin. You're either going to let go of Devin and you, or you and the sword, depending on uh, how your next roll went. But, oh, oh, okay. You put it away. Anything else you'd like to do on this turn? Um... Are we going to get into a fight? Maybe. Or is this kind of just a... Uh, it depends how you approach this whale. Hmm. Whale? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <let's> <laughs> I cast any spells. Some of these are just like... Uh... Oh, wait. Don't I have a... Where's the front? Can I frighten this thing? How would you like to do that? Um. Well, I have my channel divinity. Or is that just for undead things? Uh, it should say under there what it what it does. This is not undead or it says a phase, celestial or fiend. It just says choose one creature within sixty feet of you that you can see. That creature must make a wisdom saving throw unless it's immune to being frightened. What uh what paladin that was for you? Oh uh where's my oath? Up here, right? You're Oath of Divinity, aren't you? Or like, Divin- um, Oath of where Divination. Do, where do I see my Oath? It should be written at the top. I forgot. I don't see it. Can you screen share super quick? Yes. Uh, 
Do I do that last screen share? Yep. Are you seeing it? You're not screen sharing. Oh, it won't let me. Oh, here. Try oh, that here. now. Sorry. That's oh, you're good. Thing. Are you looking for your spell sheet? I'm on my spell sheet. No, you're not. You're on your front sheet. Go to spell sheet. It's on the oh, third. I was looking for my oath. I don't remember what my oath was. Scroll down. Is it in the little right there? The race background feats class, or on the left? Vow of enmity. Yeah, it's a vow of amity as a bonus action. You can utter a vow of something. something okay, okay, you are the oath of vengeance paladin. Yes, thank you. Can I put this somewhere? What the hell? So you can make attack rolls with advantage against a creature within 10 feet of you as a bonus action, and that lasts for one minute. That's what the Vow of Amity is. The Abjure Enemy is as an action, you present your Holy Fumble, blah, 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 60 feet. Creature must make a Wisdom saving throw unless the fiends and undead automatically get disappeared on the saving throw. So, yes, this would work against me. Um, on a failed save, the creature is frightened for one minute uh, or until it takes damage. While the creature is frightened, the creature's speed is zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to speed. Uh, on a successful save, the creature's speed is halved for one minute or until the creature takes damage. Uh, so, I will make a save. What is your spell save, DC? Oh, where do I find that? I got 16. Oh, up here. So no, 6 that's... plus 10. Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for. I've never done yeah, this. Uh, go ahead and screen share one more time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it should be on the spell page of your uh, player sheet, okay. and it should be on the top right. Yep, so your DC is 12. So I beat you, unfortunately. Damn it. So you try okay. to channel the power of your god, and it doesn't quite work. Nice. Damn it. Okay. That's all right. Good try, though. That's a good call. I mean, had, yeah. had it worked, you would have gotten it off. Uh, still loss. Are there any spells you would like to cast, or would you just like to use your whole action bonus action to keep on reeling? Um, yeah, in fact, I'm hoping I could do this a little quicker by maybe using my wings sure. to kind of like pull back on this thing. Try yeah, to you could get fly out of the water. up to the roof, too, if you'd like to use your movement speed to fly. Uh, it's a 100-foot-tall ceiling. Yeah, let me do that. Try to yank okay. this thing out of the water. Cool beans. So you use your entire action. We'll say that you can move it uh, 30 feet of this creature's body. It doesn't weigh much, so you're just pulling it out of the water. Uh, as you do so, uh, are you like coiling it around your arm like this, or are you like <laughs> coiling it on the ground, or did you tie it to something and you're just pulling its body until you get to its tail? What are you up to? Oh shoot, um, I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be kind of funny if I was like rolling it around something like a spool. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, you, uh, like like maybe one of my spears just like rolling them around. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you begin to reel it in with your spear then. Uh, and we'll see, what is your fly speed? As a, uh, let's see, that would be fifty. Yeah. Okay. So you're able to move eighty feet of this creature, and it still keeps on coming. Damn. Okay. Eighty feet, guys. Feet. My goodness, the thing is huge. Tiny worm creature. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Um, I think I'd like to just, for now, ignore the, uh, the really strange and compulsive instinct to consume it and okay. just keep reeling it in. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you hear this do, 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 start. Um, you, Zanvin, on your turn, begin to hear a tick, 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 tick. And as you begin to look over this uh, ballista, you can see there's like a small sundial that's counting down. Mm -hmm. uh, and it says retrieval in process uh, due to idle inactivity. All right. <sighs> that sounds interesting. So I feel like we have to use it or lose it. Where am I reading this retrieval in progress? Is it just like a display? It is a display on the side of the. Uh, you kind of hear the ticking noise, and this kind of these words kind of appear along the uh, side shaft of the uh, ballista part. Okay. Uh, huh. And I guess I can still fire it. It's just soon to be uh, gone. Mm hmm. Mm, I really want to shoot that mermaid. I'll tell you that much. Um, I feel like this this eel is huge. Like, not many. I mean, if it's an eighty foot long eel, not many eels can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot the mermaid with the with the bolt. Still okay. unless that she'll brb. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have to use it. Otherwise, it's just going to disappear. Yes, sir. I'm Wait, going is to... it going to disappear? Or is it just saying you were idle or not doing anything? It says you retrieval are... in progress, which to me says like that thing is going to... The thing that gave it to us might come back and grab it. The invisible thing. That's how I'm understanding that. I understood it as... We're retrieving the fish, retrieval in progress, and then you're hearing it because you're you're idle, and you're gonna get like like playing Call of Duty, you'll get kicked for inactivity. Burn, I will say you're not there. Like, oh, wrong? okay. No, no, no. I would say that you you are currently under the waves. Okay. Right. So how how is it written? Is there like a period? Is there a comma? <laughs> oh, you're saying I can't change his mind. Correct. You cannot sway oh. him to one decision or the other. Okay. How is uh, it written? You are correct, Sam, and you think that if you don't use it, you'll probably lose it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because everyone's already tasking with their things, so I feel like this is a very good chance for us to accomplish one of these two things we need to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna aim it at the mermaid. I guess she's still playing, probably. I'm gonna take a passive check to see if she's still if she's even paying attention to us 
Yeah, she's still playing as all the fish kind of uh, gather around her. Okay, I will uh, use my bow, or the bolt, I guess, and I'll shoot the mermaid. Okay, uh, roll with advantage as you look through the scope of this large ballista and kind of sight in. Uh, okay. As you hit the triggers, go ahead and roll 2d20 and take the higher result. Wait, roll three dice with advantage or two dice? Two, two dice, 2d20. Oh, you said 3d20. Okay, and then do I get a bonus to hit modifier or... Oh, you do. Don't worry. Okay, so my, my natural roll is an advantage of 16. The okay. first one was a 10. Um, what is that 16 with all of your mo- your bonuses and everything? Like your dex? That's just your... a raw 16. So oh. I, I was asking which, which modifier do you want me to use? The dex modifier? Yep, add your okay, dex to so it. So that's 20 then. Okay, yeah, that more than hits. Uh, you're going to roll 3d8 for the ballista. And then I need to make a constitution saving throw super quick. Okay, 3d8. 3d8. Okay, 4, 8, 12. Shh, so 12 so far. Okay, 12. And then that's a 6, so that's an 18. Okay, 18. And then do I add any bonuses? Like, uh, uh, Yes, you're going to roll 6d10. Holy shit. Do I also get the sneak attack bonus when you deal oh, yeah. damage? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Okay, so let me let me. So we're at eighteen right now. Yep, I got the numbers. Okay, Go ahead and roll two d six, sixty ten. You're ready. Wait, wait. Roll the sixty ten first. Yeah, and then the two d six. Okay, so the first two were total of four, so the third one is a five, so that's nine. And then I roll the other, the last of the six, three at once is five, six, and three, so that's eleven, fourteen, and then two d six. Is a three. Nice. Um, and I guess if they're surprised, it's a critical hit as well for assassinate. Shit. Yes. So what does yes, this? What, is. That, what does that mean for critical hit? Uh, roll extra dice. I will double your damage here. 30. Oh fucking Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like I just use one shot. This check. I just use like a fucking nuclear bomb on an ant. It's just like. Poof. Cool. Uh, so you did 44 damage. Times Holy two Jesus. is 88. Plus Holy Jesus. your four from your dexterity for a total of 92 damage. Oh my goodness. Uh, as you begin to reel in, she just turns to ash as soon as the bolt hits her. Jesus. <laughs> Aww. Uh, I, I do feel bad, but I don't. Two things happen as you do this. One, confetti begins to uh, burst forth from the ceiling. Um... <laughs> and there's a new high score that has a picture of you, Zanvin, on it. I'm like... Uh, two, all of the creatures begin to get sucked down this drain in the middle of the uh, uh, pool that begins sucking everyone down. Meloc and Burn. How would you like to proceed? Very carefully. Meloc's <laughs> on mute. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Your, your whale seems to be swimming down towards this hole as you see this bolt crash in through the water, hit the mermaid, turn it to ash. The light from all the stuff around it just turns off. Uh, yeah. The fish around it begin to scurry and all that stuff. So, Well, I'm focused on this whale, so I'm going to reel that sucker in even harder. Okay. Those cat noses are darling. <laughs> uh, you reel yourself into the whale as it hurtles towards the void. I've caught it. 
I've got it. I grab yeah. onto the whale. I've caught it. I have caught the whale. That whale is mine. It is yours. And Give I me have... a perception check. Yeah, my pleasure. That's going to be a modified 10. Perfect. Uh, you get the feeling that all of the water is being sucked down to this giant drain. Just as a heads up. Uh, you caught the whale. What would you like to do with it now? You have caught its blowhole. I'm going to climb in. You climb inside the whale's blow. Uh, you attempt to. Excuse me. You are one size larger. You are no longer small, Melloc. Has it not been an hour? It has not been an hour. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to squeeze myself into this whale's blowhole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about... I don't know. This big. Right? Eight inches across. I can I pinch in there. Uh, yeah, you could fit one of your arm up to your shoulder into it. <sighs> I'm just going to shove my leg in for now then. I'm going to signal to burn like, yo, I caught it. Help me out. We got to get this thing back up onto land. This is the biggest catch ever. Hopefully you can see it in my face. <laughs> I'm just ecstatic. Uh, <laughs> okay. Melloc, roll me a charisma. Just roll me flat charisma. D20. Flat charisma. Ooh, that's a piss poor roll, but my modifier is going to give me eight. Uh, Burn, you see Melloc give you thumbs up and then stretch his blowhole and stick his leg in and then give you thumbs up again as he points to it. And then he <laughs> just is pointing towards the blowhole of this whale, but you're not quite sure what he's trying to say other than, hey, I got my leg in. How would you like to proceed, Burn? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dean uh, took a screen cap of me. <laughs> the finger guns. Yeah. It's pure joy. It's pure joy. Oh awesome. man. I don't know what are we still are we still flying towards the void? You are still flying towards this giant drain pipe as this hundred foot deep pool begins to empty. Okay, but you said the it. drain is real small, didn't you? No, it's huge. Oh, it's whale size. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what, what Malak wants me to do. You both are going to go down the drain. I feel like I should just <laughs> grab Malak and get the fuck out of Dodge. It's up to you. <laughs> I will say his leg is stuck inside this whale. Like stuck or it's just in there? Like he's knee deep. In whale. In whale blowhole. <laughs> in well BH. <laughs> would that be oh no, it would be VH, yeah. Yeah. Whale butthole. What is the butthole? I'm not in nope. the butthole, I'm well, in, in the blowhole. That's what I, I said, know blowhole. exactly which hole I'm in at all times. Alright. Thank okay. you. Guys. Hang on, I gotta share this picture. This is hilarious. No, no good bro. That's another bro. Alone in some random beach. <laughs> Wait, where'd the picture go? Wait, where'd Cody go? Cody, no. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna say it now. Whatever happens, it counts. Melloc caught a whale. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> That's a good looking photo. <laughs> That's how I feel every time I get to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> so what are you doing, Devin? Or what are you doing, Burn? 
I don't know. Cut his leg off. Cut his leg off. Wait. Why yeah. does he just put the whale in his tattoos? It has to fit on his body size. He can't store things that are bigger than him. You don't know what will happen if he tries to store something bigger than he is. Oh. But Cody told me exactly what would happen. <laughs> don't cheat. <laughs> I'd like to see you turn into a stuffed sausage. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but he's twice the size now. Yeah, he's a, whole, a whopping six feet tall. And what does that make your weight, Devin? You were like 20 pounds before. You're 40 pounds and six feet tall. My God. It I told him you I'm all thin. I, I should be able to fit. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. You're skeleton man. you gross, gross skeleton man. Ew. Yeah, you get both legs in in that case then. Like thigh deep. Oh. I don't like that. The deeper I go, the bigger my smile is getting. <laughs> I caught the whale. I have failed as a dungeon master, folks. <laughs> Uh, Burn, what do you want to do, my man, as you see him skeleton man his way inside this whale? Um, I I don't know. Um, I guess I'm just going to ride it out until the last second and see what okay. I'm going to do. Cool beans! Uh, Zanvin! Oh, Stolas. Sorry, Stolas. No. You, you have this eel creature that is now hurtling towards the void. Do you let go? Or do you hold on and follow it right down the drain with everyone else? Uh, I don't think I'm going down that drain. They can have the fish. <laughs> oh. Nope. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do this turn? Um, well, since I'm so high up in the air, I'm going to kind of swoop down to see if any, at, at last second, if anyone doesn't want to go down the drain, I'll try to, you know, grab them. <laughs> okay. You got it. So uh, the water is probably about a third, uh, has emptied about a third of it. So there's two thirds left of the water. Um, and you are above it to save anyone who would like to be saved. Noted. Zanvin. Yo. Would you like to reel in this uh... ashy lady? <sighs> I didn't want to say that, but this, this half fish human person that you are slowly necrotically desiccating into ash yeah i need to get some sort of proof for uh i guess the bounty sure so yeah i'm gonna fucking start you flip the switch and it's oh yeah 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 i'm gonna just start fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> to get yeah. the reel it in uh by the time it gets to you uh all that's really left is uh uh, mostly just bones, as this arrow has been stuck inside the ridge ca rib cage. Okay. Um, and a golden necklace that has a locket on it that I'll your key fits that. into. I will put my key inside, and I will you open that bitch up. Gain a piece of the treasure map, or the not treasure map of the Yeezy's contract. Hey, awesome! Very cool. Sweet. Very cool. Uh, and then I guess. I mean, they're doing their thing. Can I investigate my rock shaped like a dog? Well, yeah, I forget. So I will take yeah. a look at it. I will. I will take a gander, passive or uh, just looking at it. Its surfaces, its size. Can we describe? You may can. I describe what it is like to the the people listening? You may. 
All right, so let me go here. So this statue shaped like a dog. Uh, I observe it to be a small statue of a dog measuring approximately four inches high, two inches wide, two inches deep. On the bottom is a name carved into it, quote, Apollo. And uh, I'm going to say that name out loud to see what happens. Uh, yeah, the statue uh, like disintegrates in your hand. And uh, you see this uh, vaguely medium creature come into existence as it kind of fades in from um, this dark green to gray as it materializes into a dog. Uh, not just any dog. It looks like it's a, a fey dog from the, the planet Feywild that just is sitting, looking up at you, confused. Okay. Uh, as it kind of looks around, checking its surrounding for dangers, uh, it will take point next to you. Hey, very cool. Woof. Well, uh, I would like to... Um, let me look at my stats here real quick. Uh, I would like to take a perception check to see if there's anything that I think this dog can assist with what's going on with the gutter and everything else. Now that there's no... Now that the water's starting to leave this area. Mm -hmm. And I rolled... A 13 plus 5 is 18. Yeah, you uh, being in the contact with the statue and uh, making this connection with this dog that you can see, you get the feeling that you understand most of what it is that I have described on that page for you. Yeah, so it says uh, the dog can magically teleport uh, along with any equipment it is wearing or carrying up to 40 feet to an unoccupied space it can see before or after teleporting the dog can make one bite attack. Wait, yes, sir. Yes. Can I pet that dog? <laughs> Can I pet that yeah. dog? So, uh, I, this is a pretty small creature. I don't know that it can teleport and help the guys. I don't think I have anything on my person that I can give the dog to teleport to them. <laughs> rope. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have any rope, actually. Oh, no. Let me see here. Uh, no, I don't think I've ever had rope in my possession. Hmm. Nope. I do not have anything. Okay, cool. That's my, my turn. Cool beans. Um. Melok, you are worming your way inside this whale. Yes, so, alright, here's what I want to do. God I feel man. like I have built a nearly symbiotic relationship with this whale. This whale has willingly let me inside of it. I originally enticed the whale with my melody and I want to charm the whale. What is happening? I, I, I'm starting to realize that unless this whale willingly swims to the bottom and then swims back up and dolphin flips onto land then I'm going down with it. Yeah. Uh, Whatever you want, bud. <laughs> I want to charm the whale. You want to charm the whale. I, I, I want to, or at least convince see? the whale that it needs to jump out of this water. It's going to die anyway. I got a 17. Relationship. I got a 17. Flat you got roll. a 17? Yeah. All right, let's go, Poppy. With my modifier, I've tied you at seventeen. Uh, what's your? Are you? 
Wait, Are you charming I... in like you're oh, trying you to use to... your like oh. spell charm, or are you I trying to like spell charm? I was just being charismatic. Oh, okay, yeah. So for the next minute, this creature is have... your friend. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap it on the head and be like, "Yo, you gotta jump! You gotta jump onto land! Jump! Jump!" You were asking yeah. it to do something that would actually harm itself, but what it will do is this. So we can be it, friends forever. It bottoms out and starts coming back up against the water. As it free willies its way out of the water, yeah. it launches you out of the blowhole and right at Xandon. No! Stay uh, with me, whale! As it lands back down in the water, you hear a thud as the water shakes as this whale breaks itself after falling as the water is coming back down. The whale dead? The whale is quite dead, good sir. Wow! He has sacrificed <laughs> himself to save you. What a oh, I quit. <laughs> Monstro is dead. Uh, Burn, there's a whale falling on you. I was on top of the whale. Oh, yeah, okay. Then I guess it shot you and Devin out. <laughs> yeah, I was basically holding on to Melog. Cool beans. <laughs> uh, as the water drains out, this dead whale goes down the pipe. Um, the floor of the <laughs> pool begins to come up, creating just a flat surface. Uh, as confetti and multiple different um, scoreboards come up, and it says first place. It has a picture of Devin. Uh, Melloc the Magnificent. <laughs> yes. You guys uh, saw conf- that? I caught the whale. <laughs> uh, it quotes you, and it gives you a little golden wreath around your face. Uh, second place is Stolos for finding this uh, eel. Uh, third place is Zanvin uh, that just says um, Mermaid Slayer on it, and it kind of has a frowny face. And then uh, fourth place has Burn. It just says, wah, wah. No, no, no. I dedicate my catch to Burn. I couldn't have done it without him. Burn, you're the real hero. Wah, wah. And this room is complete. Hey. Yeah. Uh, a door at the far side of the room opens. Let's Punch. go. Screen share. Three, I think. Right. Uh, that was room five. So you're headed up to room three. Let's do it. That room looks dope. That's probably my favorite room so far. Room three. Where's the room two? Quicksand. <laughs> I love quicksand. Uh, room three. You walk towards the doors of room three, and they are made of brass. Who would like to open them? I'll open it. Okay. Who who said that? I'm so sorry. Zanvin the rogue. Zanvin the rogue. Uh, you take. Nine fire damage. Okay, I get to go fuck myself. Uh, as you touch these brass gates that melt, and fire fills the room around you. Are they hot? Like, they're burning me from touching the metal? They are burning hot. You have entered the plane of fire, oh, uh, at which fun. there is a long table. You said uh, it did nine, nine damage, right? Nine damage, yes, sir. There's a large table. Sitting in front of which looks like another genie, but he is red. Uh, and all over the table, there are multiple chairs. It's probably eight. Uh, we'll say ten chairs. 
Okay. Four lining the sides, one on the front and one on the back. He is sitting at the head of the table drinking tea. And he seems to be humming to himself as there are multiple teapots on the table. <laughs> Would you like to proceed into this room? Yes. Hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, I have guests for my half birthday. Indeed, Welcome. and you are quite lucky to have such guests as we. Yes, 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 I am. Uh, he just as he says, please, please come and sit as these oversized chairs, um, probably each easily 10 feet tall uh, as he towers over them. Um, he pulls them out for each of you, seating you at the table. Well, you are quite large. Yes, 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 yes. Your birthday? Day? It is my birthday. It's my half birthday, actually. Oh, how old are you? Birthday. Uh, I'm I'm half of a century old. Good happy day. half birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna play him happy birthday on the loot. Uh, he gladly claps along with you. Wait, it's his half birthday. Oh, but I need your name to finish the song. <laughs> he points to his nose. He says, "No, no, no, no. You can't have my name." Well, fine, you can't have mine either. Oh, I think it's really sad. Well, well, if, you had, if you had mine, you would have worked. Maybe you've met my brother, Jesus. Ah. Yeah, that guy. Dastardly fellow. Not a fan. Uh, uh, not a fan. <laughs> Ifrit says to you. Uh, he says, I, would you like some tea? Love some. Okay, so yeah, pour yourself some. There's uh, uh, five different cups, Devin, uh, or pots. Um, of tea. How would you? Which which one do you choose? There's a large um, golden one shaped like a lamp. There is a red canister that is kind of made of molten rock. There is a clay teapot. There is a um, one that looks kind of like a flask. And then at the far end of the table, one that is made of wood. I don't suppose it's too much to hope that any of these have chamomile. Oh, nope. This is all gin specific tea. Says, Please. Well, which one's your favorite? Uh, he takes the lamp and pours you just a little bit of what looks like a dark colored tea that might have cream in it. Mm, thank you, sir. Are you trapped here too? Nope. He says, I am waiting for my guests to arrive for my birthday party. Oh, guests other than us? Well, I. Just whoever happens to be here, and they can stay for my birthday until everyone shows. And then once everyone's here, we can all have the party, and then we can leave. But only until then. What sorts of parties are we going to have? This tea party. I love uh, it. He snaps his fingers uh, as these small little winged uh, imps kind of show up, and they bring, like, grotesque sandwiches to the table. <laughs> um, full of like worms and dirt and like just gross stuff that you wouldn't want to eat. Well, Human anyway, fingers. I'm happy to share your birthday with you, but I am going to cut to the chase. You see, we're trying to recover pieces of some uh, of your brother's contract so we can figure out exactly what he wants so that we can get the hell out of here. We're, we're trapped in this dungeon, unlike yourself. Scoffs. He says that. That rude, rude, rude man. Genie. Uh, man, genie. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, give me one second here, Devin. I'm actually writing things down as I'm talking to you. 
Uh, his poor manners. Lamp, molten rock, clay. What was the other one? Oh, flask. Thank you for compensating for a very small genie penis. Oh, rude. Rude, rude, rude. Uh, He says, yeah, we'll cut to the chase. He claps his hands. The table rearranges itself, and he has three small teacups, of which he pulls out the contract and puts it under one and begins to rearrange them faster and faster and faster and faster. Uh, He put it under the middle one. Go ahead and roll D100s against me. All of us? Yeah, or whoever wants to be the the picker. He says, please, pick one. Uh, There's a total of six cups. 66 I rolled. Okay. Have to be within 10. Can I roll? Yeah, uh, each of you can roll. You each can point to a different cup if you'd like. Mine is 82. Okay. Uh, Which one is the D100 on this uh, digital roller? Uh, it should be D10s. Go ahead and roll two D10s. And one will be your tens digit and one will be your singles digit. Gotcha. Thank you. You're very welcome. That would be a 48 for me. Okay. I've rolled a three and an eight. Okay. 38. Um, so uh, Meloc and um brain farting. Stolas, you each point to the same cup. Say that one! Uh, and he lifts it up, and it's the contract underneath. Whoa! Look at the line. Yay! Nice. Uh, he laughs I the kenai. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, he says, would you like to go two for two? No. <laughs> he pulls out another piece of the contract, and then he pulls out the lamp that he poured cream out of, and uh, as he spins the lamp around, you can make out the name Yeezy on the side. Uh, and he puts them under two larger cups, two separate larger cups. And then kind of looks at you expectantly. Oh, I see what's going on here. So you took your brother's lamp. <laughs> yes, I did. As he laughs. Uh, he says, however, we're playing for keeps now. Meaning what? If you can guess where both of these are hidden, and he gestures to these slightly larger cups that this lamp has fit under and this other piece of the contract has fit under, uh, he says, you, you can have the prizes. He says, each of you can you know, pick one of the six cups. However, those who... If, if you don't guess both of the prizes, I get to eat one member of your party. Well, it certainly wouldn't be me. I obviously have nothing on me but grisly bits. Stolas is too feathery. Zanvini's kind of wispy, I guess. Well, it burn. He he says, "Oh no 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 no!" Uh, as he snaps his fingers, you turn back. The reduced and large spell wears off on you, um, and you fall back to your normal plump halfling self. And he says, "I want you." All right, let's let's do this, I guess. But. If I win, I'll take the lamp and a wish. He says, I do not have the power to grant wishes. Is your brother more powerful than you? He says, no, I just simply have cast mine this year. Then you can owe me one. <laughs> uh, he takes a second to think about it. Can I... Um, 
I'd like to request sure. to handle both objects just to make sure that they're legitimate. I don't want to put Melloc um, at risk without, uh, you know, like with some faulty objects. Yeah. He laughs and he says, you really think an Efreet gentleman such as myself would cheat you? No, yes. but we've had some uh, characters <laughs> yes. in our travels, but uh, I would like to uh, I would like to inspect. He says, sure, if you get to inspect it, then I get to make the game harder. That's fine. Okay. He waves his hands as the cups on the table disappear. Okay. Uh, under which there is, in fact, the lamp and the piece of the contract. Uh, on close inspection, just kind of breeze over this part. Uh, they are both real. They're both exactly what he says they are. Okay. Uh, I would like to sleight of hand. Um, While he's staring at you? <laughs> he's not letting well, them I out mean, of his sight, but yeah. Well, I told him I wanted to, to look at them just to make sure mm-hmm. they are what they say he is. they are. Okay. Um. I'd like to sleight of hand and maybe like uh, on my person, I have different uh, potions on me. I'd like to maybe touch these objects and imprint the smell of, of uh, one of these potions on both objects. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's really smart. Yeah. You just do it. I'll give you credit for that. Sure. Yeah. Um, Like I have my hand in my pocket and I'm just like, okay, these are real. We'll play your game. I will let you roll two D100s and take both results. So you get to point at two caps, essentially. Okay. If that makes sense. Giving you a higher chance to be within 10 of me. Okay. So I do that now or when we guess? Uh, when we guess. Uh, as he does that, um, he the cups reappear as you put the items back down. Okay. Uh, and then he snaps his fingers and the cups turn invisible with the items underneath them. And then he starts moving his hands around the table. Um, you have to be within five of him for everyone except for Zanvin. Okay. So, anyways, about my wish, he says I don't have. <laughs> as he's mixing these cups around, he says I don't have the power to grant you a wish. He says I that is her? that is demeaning for my type of jinn that I am. He says normally for mortals like you, I just enjoy tricking you and eating you. As he's moving these cups around. All right. Well, then perhaps if I win. However, promise. Oh, go ahead. I could give you a boon. I would rightly he, accept your boon. He uh wait a minute. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, Burn. You're gonna lose and not grant a wish because it's beneath you, but Meloc has the potential of losing and gets eaten. That's beneath him. That's the point of losing. Uh, he cocks his large head at you, and he says he doesn't have to play. You can go right now if you'd like, or stay and wait for the birthday party. Mm. See gestures around. What a bottle! All right, whatever. Do whatever you guys like. It's Melox's decision. He's the one that's potentially. He sets a large ruby down on the table and says, "This would be the boon that I could grant you, but I can't tell you what it does." That's fine. You seem perfectly trustworthy so far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Stolas, he'll look at you, and then he looks at your necklace, and he kind of shudders uh, as he looks at you, and he says, are you playing? 
Yes. Do it. I'd love to play. Uh, he nods and he says, if you lose, I'm letting you go. I will not be eating one who eats others. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about her. She's a Cthulian deity living inside of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as he kind of like, <laughs> himself, more likely himself. to eat me than you are. <laughs> uh, would you like to play? He offers you. So we have Malak so far. Um, Solas, would you like to play? I would, and I'd like some tea as well. Thank you. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, he graciously pours you some. Uh, he looks at you and he scoffs and he says, Paladin, I assume you're playing. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you lose, I, I I get to keep you as a slave. That's fine. I hear he's really good in the sack. He'd make a great slave. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then he looks over to you, Zamden, and he says, oh, I know you're in. Yes, me and Apollo are in. And he looks at your dog and he says, oh, mayhaps if you lose, I will take that as a treasure. Perhaps. Uh, perfect. So I'm going to roll two sets of D100s. Uh, for you to win, you guys have to be within five or Sandman ten of either roll. Um, so for get... example, if you roll a 30, we have to be within 25 or 35. Correct. Okay. All right. Who wants Go to ahead. roll first? I rolled uh, a 69. Nice. Nice. We rolled I got a, uh, I got a ninety-seven. Um, so it's two d tens, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got a four and a five. Hoo-hoo. Close. I got an eighty. And. Oh, we roll. We roll four dice then. Two d tens. You get to roll two d tens. Oh, okay. Fifty-two. Oh man. Also, okay. if I may. Yes. My dog has advantage on wisdom checks that rely on smell, and that's why I coded the devices mm-hmm. in a smell. Yes. I think that you begin to point at one of the uh, teacups on your turn, and he like moves your hand with his snout. Okay. Uh, and then sits down. So you point at the contract. Okay. So uh, pick it up and it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stolos, you point at the lamp. Hey. He says, okay. Uh, game is a game. That is fair. Uh, he looks at you. This is Halfling. Anytime you want to have dinner with me, let me know. And he flips oh. you the ruby. I catch it and say, I'd enjoy the pleasure of your company again, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he winks and everything around you goes black uh, as the room itself just reaches stone room as if nothing had happened in room three. That was a great room, Cody. I gotta say. Yeah, dude. Way to be creative, guys. That's awesome. I feel good. Blink Dog is a dope. Wait, so what did he um, roll? What did what roll? I rolled a 95, which Solas got because she was within five. Yes. And 41, which Zanvin got. Hey. So, yes, yes. 
Um, I rolled. What did I roll? You rolled like eighty something, didn't you? I rolled a four and a five. Oh, you rolled really, really low. Devin, would you like to inspect this ruby? Well, I lost though. Absolutely. Or is it like a team thing? It's a team. I think it's a team thing. thing. Oh, okay, okay. Not that uh, I to be a slave, but this ruby has a message spell with inside of it. You can ask the Ifrit one question. Do I have to do it right now? Nope. At any time you wish. Oh, careful with that word. At any time you would like to, you may ask him a question. One question regarding anything within lore or what ha- what have you. Well, he always has the oh. answer. He may or may not have the answer within his power. Uh, so go ahead and write down answer stone and then write Efreet next to it. Uh, perfect. You guys have one door left, which is the back to room four, which is where easy. Complex. So right now we have three pieces of the contract and the lamp, right? Correct. Very cool. How many, need, how many do we need? Well, you needed four pieces of the contract to actually be able to bargain with whatever he's going to give you. Um, you also have the great bartering chip of his actual lamp. You do. <clears throat> so, cool. uh, he will be willing to somewhat work with you, but at the same time, he's also been trapped here a while. So, we'll see what happens. Um, you enter the big floating air palace and work your way across the clouds back to his tents where he is at. And there he is in his sun of shades. And he's got like a bottle of champagne that he's like shaking up as you walk in. And it like just goes everywhere as it begins to rain champagne from the roof as if it's actually raining. And he says, welcome back. As his voice kind of auto tunes up and down. Oh God. <laughs> What's up dickhead? <laughs> oh, my little man. Uh, how would you like to proceed? Solus, you have the stone. You mean the lamp? The lamp, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we brought back your lamp. Uh, yeah, he says, you ready to claim your prize? Okay, uh, parlay. What are we gonna do, guys? What was he offering us again? Any one wish, right? Uh, nope. He said he would offer you a treasure from within his hoard if it was within his power or potentially a wish if you had gotten all the pieces of the contract. Uh, Let's just leave this guy. He's acting like a douche. <laughs> what if we wish... But we can get a treasure. Yeah, what if the other treasure is the last piece of the contract and then... <laughs> is that possible? Okay. So uh, let me get this so. straight. So we're we're gonna give him his lamp and we're gonna get treasure. Is it, am I understanding that right? Yes, Group? sir. He uh snaps his fingers and chests appear in front of you. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven chests. And he says you can pick one as a group. Well, what's in them? He says that's the great question. Well, I mean, this could absolutely be boring if it's just gold or something. He says, you can, you uh, he says, if you want to know, you may investigate. All right, I'm going to go investigate then. Okay. Is open. Are you starting at chest one and working your way to chest seven? Absolutely. 
Okay, just one. Uh, you touch it, and it begins to float softly. Uh, as you shake it, you don't feel a whole lot inside. Chest two, um, you can hear something small inside this giant chest as you rock it back and forth, as it slides across the bottom of the chest. Uh, chest three, um, you kind of don't get any physical context clues, but as you put your ear or your eye up to the uh, lock, it blows wind out steadily and slowly at you. Um, chest four, you touch it and you hear the crack of the peal of thunder in the background. Uh, chest five, do you touch chest five? Well, I'm kind of touching them all, right? Why is it another mimic? You take two points of lightning damage as you touch it. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then the last chest is just super heavy and you can hear the jingling of coins. Boring. Honestly, guys, I think chest one is going to be pretty lit. I agree. It seems like the most disappointing. I agree. Okay. So, still us. As group uh, liaison with the lamp, are you picking chest number one? What do you think, Burn? Um, yeah, I mean, if everyone wants one, I think the one that shocked the Melloc is probably more interesting. But That could be very interesting, you're right. Yeah, it could be some kind of weapon. I'd like, like, I'd like to ask the genie if we may get two chests for our, our trials and tribulations. We do, after all, have this lamp, which is pretty all-important to you. Yeah, we almost got killed by a whale and eaten by your brother. <laughs> uh, you mentioned his brother, and he gets mad. Like, mad, mad. He said, my brother's here. We like your brother a lot more than you, but maybe if we each got a chest, we could be suaded. Yeah, your hmm. brother had the lamp. Yeah, he's, a, he's next door in the, the room. Uh, he shrugs. He says, I don't care. I've been here a thousand years. What's another thousand for for someone else to come along and let me out? Well, okay, you fine. tell me, buddy. So I will give you one chest. Okay, but about the opinion of your brother, I'm telling you right now, I could get out of here and I could sing tales of all of the things that happened in here and paint you in quite the light. Or I could paint your brother in quite a positive light and you'd be the douchebag. He says, how, how do I know you and met him? What proof do you have? Well, he, he's, he it's had his half birthday today. It's his half birthday today. He's half, he's a century old. He's 99.5 years old. You would believe that fool saying that he's a century years old? We had a birthday kick. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Smell my breath. Through all the it's trouble. He's, he's half a century old. <sighs> no, it's his half birthday, which means he's 99.5 years old. Correct. He's 99.5. Right. Not 50 years old. Yeezy <laughs> <laughs> uh, does not seem to care. You want to make a persuasion check? He says, it's not like you brought back the entire contract. He said, you don't have a lot of weight. He said, and as he snaps his fingers, the tent flaps shut. He says, I could just wait for you to die since you're a guest in my house. We could just destroy the lamp and then well, I, I quit on persuasion. Oh snap! So I'm just going to I'm just going to start playing a song, and I'm going to sing two versions of the song. And one is about how dope Yeezy is, and how big <laughs> of a dick his brother was because he wanted to eat me. And the other one's just going to be all about how dope his brother was offering us <laughs> food. And he how says, fine, 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 fine. He cuts it. you off. He cuts you <laughs> off. He cuts you off. He says, fine. 
He says, you can pick one chest and I'll pick the other chest. Oh, that's not bad. You've got a deal. Uh, he hands his hand out for the lamp. All right, it's a deal. Here we go. Here's your lamp back. Okay. Uh, he grabs it and he sucks in a great big wind and then blows out really hard as the uh, air around him begins to swirl. The tent begins to shrink with you in it. You're shot out into the stone room as you hear two large clunks as two chests slam down. Uh, you see the genie uh, put the lamp on his belt. The tent turns into a hat, which he puts on, and he winks at you and disappears. There are two chests in front of you, um, which are locked. I'm kidding. I, I was going to say mother. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, the first one uh, is the one that you picked, um, or you guys picked as a group, which is a small ring that has a feather shaped on it. Uh, which is a ring of feather fall, which you can use once per day. What does that mean? You can fall from high places without uh, breaking your legs. <laughs> oh, wow. Give it to Burn. Okay, Burn gets that ring. He is the biggest dude. Yes. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. He what's in the, the next chest? Risk for a bad fall. <laughs> uh, the next chest is two things. Uh, one is a scroll that allows you to permanently learn the cantrip Shocking grasp. Holy shit. Uh, the, the second one is a blue gym that when you touch it shocks you with lightning energy. Uh Guys, you think that shocking grasp? Party choice. Between you and Stolas. Stolas, do you want the gym? Or do you um, want the shocking grasp? I mean, you could do some cool stuff, I guess, because you're flying around, you could claw somebody with that might be dope. Shocking Grass is actually a distance spell, surprisingly or not. Oh. You don't actually have to touch anyone, which is kind of crazy. I don't think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can learn the spell, and then someone else can use the uh, the stone, or it, do you have to have the stone to cast the spell? Does it have oh, that stone is completely unrelated. Yeah. You, uh, upon investigating the stone, uh, you can add it to one non-magical item, and it does a d4 of lightning damage. Nice. Ooh, I want the stone. Wait, you add it to the to an object, like to a sword or something? Yeah. It Ooh. basically can infuse it with lightning damage. I want that. That's awesome. Or would it be good for who has the best weapon right now? Burn the magical moon sword? Well, the moon sword's already magic. Yeah, you can't oh, add true. it to an existing magic item. Oh, okay. Just so it'd have to go on a regular weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean, if y'all don't want it, I would be down to have it. That sounds pretty dope. Can you take it off and put on a new item down the line, or is it like absorbing? negative? It's a single use item. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. I intend to have my loot the entire game. My loot folds out into swords. Would it work on that? Yeah. I think Melok should have it then, if he has the same, this really good loot sword thing. Because I just plan on upgrading my loot throughout the game. Yeah, totally. If you're gonna in in gym your loot, that's if, if if everyone's down. I get dibs on the next item. Okay, honestly, the ring would work out great for burn or Zanvin. I just said burn because I think it's funny. Okay, yeah. What does the <laughs> ring do? It's picturing uh, this big dude dropping from a massive height, not getting hurt. Oh, sweet. 
Once a day. Oh but Danton is kind what of like He's going to be doing more climbing and shit. I don't okay, know. Okay, that's enough, guys. Your cat Jeez. is pissed. <laughs> no, they're fighting with each other. When you are a creature within 60 feet of you falls, choose up to five fallen creatures within range. A fallen creature's rate of descent is slowed by 60 feet per round. Oh, so everybody can do it? Uh, yes. One person wears the ring and then everybody can slow fall? As long as they're within 60 feet of you. Me and my friends jumping off a cliff. That's the Real slow. Uh, it is only once a day per use, though, and it only lasts for one minute. I don't know. I think I think damage magic makes most what sense. If we're up oh, really high, would you fall longer than a minute? Uh, then the spell wears off after a minute, my dude. Oh no! But you got to figure that's six hundred feet that you just fell. You could also just launch it off right before you hit the ground. I mean, you could. So, yeah. Uh, and that is, let's see, reaction. Oh, cool. 60 feet. One minute. Range is 60 feet, too. That's awesome. All right, uh, you gather your magic items. So, uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, uh, Burn has the Featherfall Ring. Yes. Zanvin, uh, oh, excuse me. Um, Dog statue, baby. What do you take, Stolas? Um, uh, Shocking Grasp? Yes, I will take the spell. Uh, do I put that in my bag or do I equip it? You just put it on. Do I have to, uh, I guess, um, do a long rest to learn this spell? Uh, nope. You can just read over it and add it to your inventory. Cool. Uh, Devin, go ahead and add uh, your loot is now magical uh, and deals an extra 1d4 lightning damage when you attack something. Okay. So That's that counts cool. even if I if I'm like playing a, a rock show. And I'm like, yeah, I just killed it. And I pick my loot up and I just smack the loot on the ground. I mean, I will guess. Will it shoot lightning <laughs> out now? Oh, no, it doesn't shoot lightning out. It is just like uh, you shock people when you hit them with your pointy swords. Okay. So it's, it's when like, I take the rapier just... out of the loot. Yeah, exactly. It turns into like elemental damage, essentially. Okay. If that makes sense, so it goes from being just mechanical to now having the properties of also being magical. So it has like uh, when you when you make an item magical in D and D, it becomes more durable. So there's like certain amount of weights depending on its size that it can hold. Uh, like with a full magical sword, you could have like burn if you were strong enough. You could lift burn up while he's standing on the blade without it bending or breaking. It takes multiple days under like magical fire to actually destroy a magical item. That kind of thing. That's exciting. They don't tarnish or decay. They don't have to sharpen it. So, well, that's nice. So yeah. a lot less upkeep. Exactly. Um, but like I said, with this thing, now that it, it has become magical, uh, you can't basically trade out your elemental. It will always be lightning damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, and that doesn't carry over to spells or anything. That's just for melee damage. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. 
Lightning. Okay, I figured out how to add it in. Nice. Okay. Uh, with that, you have cleared rooms two, three, four, five, and six. You have seven and eight left. How would you like to proceed as you walk down uh, through four, out through six? Uh, you become to a long hallway that has two two doors, one marked with an eight and one marked with a seven. Um, I mean, what, which one haven't we been in yet? Either one. Seven, seven or eight. Seven okay. has a suspiciously big hallway leading up to it. There might be a dragon in that hallway. No thanks. <laughs> but we still need the other piece of the contract, right? Nope. Oh, those no, are gone. Already done. Jesus yep. is gone. Yep. Oh, I thought Let's we get out of here. Things. I'm ready for this trial to be over. So long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said we go through eight and then GTFO. Okay. okay. Uh, you enter room eight. And it's just four perfectly made beds. Uh, the room is split into four different pieces. Uh, one is a large nest uh, that has some pillows and blankets in it. A little uh, racist, but okay. Oh, come on now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it appears to be on like a giant branch that sways in the wind. Uh, kind of reminiscent of your Aarakroka home. Uh, one of the other ones is next to it is smaller, and uh, Devin, as you enter it, it looks like your home back in Hobbiton where you grew up. Your little oh kinder home. Goodness. There's a roaring fireplace. There's hot meat that is roasting over the fire. Yeah, that's oh, is, oh, right oh is the cheese there? Is the cheese? The cheese is there. All oh, of the cheese. Oh. Full larder. Um, Zanvin, yours is a little bit more Spartan-esque, uh, but kind of reminds you of the, the barracks in multiple different jails that you've been in. Wow. Uh, but still nice. <laughs> Is this a fucking <laughs> row session? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Perfectly made um, bed sheets that are fresh. Um, as looking around, you walk over to like one of the bedside tables and turn um, the the lamp on it and like spikes like shoot out as if it's like fully mechanized and weaponized and you turn it back and it kind of like retracts back inside of itself. Uh-huh. Uh, under the bed, there are the two, in fact, emergency crossbows uh, and uh, small throwing hammers. Um, and then you you do manage to pick the lock on the chain that goes over the bed so no one can sleep in your bed but you. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then there is your, your favorite meal set on the table, um, which you know half of which is poison and the other half is actually safe to eat. But in the middle, if you eat the roll, it neutralizes the poison so you can finish the whole meal. Oh wow! Okay. Wow, that is involved. So, uh, and then burn your little pie section of the room that spreads out is very reminiscent of your time uh, living inside the churches. Uh, there's like a full altar to your dragon deity. Uh, there's multiple, multiple tankards of holy ale uh, and holy wines. Uh, there's a very large bed, perfectly made for you, plumped pillows. Um. Uh, meat roasting over a roaring fire. The question is, do you sleep in said bed? There is no door in this room. You are you are locked inside this room. There is no exit door. Uh, it's a fully circular room, pied into sections. 
Uh, each section is divided kind of by walls about halfway through, so you could walk to other people's areas if you wanted to. Would you guys uh, like to go over for some cheese and crackers and ale and then some pipe weed afterwards? Help the digestion. Instead of instead of a pipe, I hand burn just a fat rolled blunt. Okay. <laughs> Burn, oh, do you partake oh. of his his hobbiton traditions? I'll let it slide this time. Okay. Um, like oh. I said, I'm not gonna smoke any dwarven weed. Or what is he? He's not a dwarf. He's a halfling. Halfling. halfling weed, but I'll let you whatever he's got. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you notice that as the the smoke leaves, Devin, your your nostrils as you exhale. Um, the lines on the ground where the rooms shift into whoever's room is adjacent to whomever's. Um, the smoke actually does not leave, and you can't make out any ambient noise from any of the other rooms as if they were magically made perfectly for your ideal environment. Sorry, guys. I'm going to have to cut it out on the smoking because there's not much circulation in here. It doesn't choke you. It dissipates once it hits this invisible barrier. Oh, okay, but I'm good. just saying All it doesn't right. travel through. Okay. Uh, yeah, you eat and are merry. How would you like to proceed, Zanon? Uh I am going to um, hang out with Burn and Malak and partake in these uh, halfling traditions. <laughs> nice. And that's what I'm going to do. Stolas? Um, do, do I still have to read The Eternal Outer Darkness? You don't have or to. Am I, you or am I, done, am I done reading that? It's kind of one of these weird books that as you read it, it's like there's nothing in the book. So when people walk by, they look at you like, well, you're looking at blank pages. But it's revealed to you the more you learn about this cosmic horror entity that you worship. I see. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and have some food, relax, and read a little bit of this book. Nice. Ah, if I may, um, as I'm joining uh, Meloc and Burn in this tradition of, of their, of his, uh, the dog, I guess like, and then he's back to being a stone. Yep. Just a little chest piece on the ground. Do you pick him up? I'll I'll pick that up and I'll place it in a, in a pocket on my chest. Nice. (laughs) Gone. Uh, yeah. Who goes to sleep first? Well, I'm entertaining, so okay. So after I, after the entertaining time passes, okay, you eat your Mary. Uh, <laughs> you you look around the room, you move items. Um, you notice two things, and I'll, so I'll kind of knock this out while we're here. One, there are no secret exits or passages. You look hard, there's nothing. Two, you try to move furniture into someone else's room, and it will not pass the threshold barrier that has been set up. Um. You said there's no secret exit, so there's no exit at all. At all, at all. yeah, in this entire okay. room. Well, I've been cropped up in my bed uh, reading music sheets by candlelight. I'm going to lick the tip of my fingers to put out the candle and then lay down on my comfy hobbit pillow. Just like Perfect. being back at home, but without my ten siblings bickering. Oh, I one more thing. Sorry, in my notes here that I wanted to, to back up here. As you're eating dinner on these dinner plates... Uh, as you take a piece of cheese off, um, the dinner plate itself, uh, once it's empty, will actually flip over 
and then like start to kind of slowly build up momentum as it begins to spin. As it spins, food reappears back on the plate as it lands back down. So you That's have a number awesome. supply of multiple foods for each of you. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you go off to sleep, Devin, and rest the best rest of your life. Who's next? I will lay down to sleep as well. Uh, do you activate one of the, the secret levers on your bed for the secret assassin sleep? Yes. Perfect. Uh, you harness yourself into your bed as you uh, pull the lever on the pin as your bed pivots over. Uh, and then you plug the pin back in as you put your arms back in the harness that you're facing down, laying down under the bed as if you were now underneath the mattress. Okay. And the mattress on top looks perfectly smooth as this. No one has slept inside of it. Fancy, fancy. Yep, and I will take a very nice rest. Yeah. You love going to sleep in restraints, huh? Yeah. Not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, I guess I'll sleep. Okay. Uh, t- tell me more about your air crookedness. Is it just like worm your way into the blankets of this giant nest and like yeah roost? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I guess it's a it's just a matter of a you said it was shaped kind of like a nest right mm-hmm. yeah I just sort of like bundled myself up in there nice I don't really need blankets or anything like that I'm covered in feathers so. <laughs> yeah the crazy thing is so like weaved into your uh this nest is like different colors of like fabrics and like shiny bits. It's almost like your home. Yeah, it's kind of surreal. It's kind of strange, actually. Yeah. Burn. Yeah. Burn, you have a hard time going to sleep. Oh. Uh, your your paladinic senses, uh, like as you, I'm assuming you use them in this room to kind of detect to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because it feels too perfect. Uh, And as you do, you get that that cognitive dissonance that you had, again, in that first room where everything kind of separates out. Yeah. Yeah. Except for this time, it's smiling at you as you try to awaken. Ew. And it kind of (laughs) hurts as like a a migraine in your head as you're trying to focus on it. Um. And then that's kind of how you find your sleep as the darkness just kind of takes you as you keep trying to figure out what's actually happening. And on that, you are the first person to awaken and you have completed my mind puzzle. Nice. High five, everyone. Uh Oh. (laughs) Calm down. Uh, You awaken to a large throne um, with a creature that looks like this on it. Is it Griffin? Uh, you are not quite sure. This is why I can't tell what I'm looking at. It looks like a dude who has a lion body and wings. Yeah, what a weirdo. Right? I guess he got bullied in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On this altar, it's surrounded by this like small lake of lava. You actually wake up on the ground and see your other compatriots passed out. Oh no, it's like star dreams. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. As this large creature's eyes kind of glow as he looks at you from his uh, pulpit. He doesn't want, say anything about it. What do you want, buddy? 
He says, I believe you came to me for answers as it kind of rumbles through the cave. Oh. Yeah, about that. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm Anbroth. Welcome to my citadel. What's up, dude? <laughs> uh I don't think I had any questions. <laughs> what? What am I doing here? Uh, Remember next, it was part of the trial. Next to wake up is Melok. Uh, Melok, you see yeah. her standing. Uh, as you kind of reach around for the covers, you realize they're not there. What? My comfort. <laughs> My cheese. <laughs> what? Oh, what was that? Where where did my goodies go? Uh, you see a large lake of fire. Oh, so let me actually pull up that image to you. A large lake of fire. Uh, you guys are kind of over here. His altar, lake of fire, Andros. Good stuff. Uh, it's just blood. You're not sure what that is. It seems to be pulsing on the ground. Okay, so it's not cherry gelatin. <laughs> it's not cherry jelly, no. Uh, yeah, you see this large, winged, part lion, part human creature who nods at you as you awaken. Well, what was that all about? How do you wipe? <laughs> Uh, was that the question you wanted to ask? <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. Okay. Do we only get to ask it one question? Blitting, blitting is nope. wait. Wait. So away. this this creature is on this pedestal here, surrounded by lava. Correct. Correct. And this is part of the task that's in that room that we were just in. You have seemingly not gotten your bearings yet because you're asleep. Wait, I'm um, asleep right now, or I'm yeah, just waiting. I'm gonna on my rapier. Um, is this going to be a fucking problem? Where's my cheese? <laughs> uh, Andros just shakes his head and he uh, nods to you, the next person in line who awakens, which is Stolos. <laughs> Stolos, you awaken on a stone floor uh, with heat. You see another large creature looming at you from a large altar. Uh, he has large wings partial lion body armor and a large man face. Well, he's a little terrifying. Um, is there a way that... Uh, well, I guess I'd like to kind of just inspect the area real quick because I woke up in a completely different area than where I went to sleep. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, it's a like a hundred and eighty degrees feet. No, oh, room. Like, damn, how about now I go sooner? Yeah, that's hella oh. hot. Uh, it's one hundred eighty feet square. This is not here yet. Boop. Besides that creature, is there really anything else in here uh, it's that I can see? It's a hundred feet up with dome. Um. 
and it's just hewn stone with kind of this altar in the middle with lava. There are some like crystals, um, kind of like in the background of this picture over here, actually. There is like a pattern on the roof that you can make out um, with these crystals that actually, as you kind of fly up them, you can see there are different viewing crystals of the college. Uh, you can make out different trials and places and things that are happening. Um, last to wake up, Sam. You awake? Yo. Uh, all of your friends are awakened. Uh, Melok seems to be ready and armed. Stolas is kind of flying around looking. Burn doesn't seem super happy. Uh, there's a large like a fire and everything else that I've described. All right. I'm going to ask the team what is going on. What's going on? What's going on? I said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. What's going on? Uh, There's really nothing in this room I besides that guy. This guy did something with all of my cheese. Uh, he will kind of unfurl his wings and float across. He floats? Fly. Float. He doesn't even uh, need wings. How tall is this dude? Like, how big is he? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, he is an extra large creature. That's uh, bigger than me. So he's like 15 by 15, according to his player stats. He's not even a chode? Oof. He's as long as he is tall. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the D&D the block, if you were curious. Uh, according to the book, he is 15 feet tall and has a wingspan of 60 feet, supposedly. 60 feet. But on the battle grid, he's a 15 by 15 creature. Anyways, he's a big old square. Uh, he will land in front of you and he says, your cheese was all in your mind. In fact, the entire trial took place inside your mind. Wow. We all have the same dream. Uh, you see him kind of smile as the little orbs on his armor light up. And uh, you can see the perspectives as they project out a different perspective of each of your eyesights. And he says, I have the ability to merge dreams. He said, I was testing you to see what kind of persons you actually were. Well, what do you think? The kind of person who gets mad that they were tricked into thinking they were sinking to death. <laughs> he says, you were never in real harm. He said, you could have died and I, you would have just woken up. He said, and every time you tried to use your paladinic senses, it told you you weren't there and I had to put you back under. Oh, is that the face that was smiling at me? Yes. Okay. Did I really catch that I whale? I recognized it. <laughs> he looks at you and he shakes his head and he says, Malak, the whale was a metaphor for your life. That doesn't make sense. Are you trying to be deep? <laughs> Wait, so I didn't really kill the mermaid, so... He is says, the, nope. Is the dog statue even Wait, real? Wait, whose eggs did I fertilize? <laughs> <laughs> he says, the, the items I have given you, as you kind of search your pockets, he says, yes, those are physical things you have rewarded you for doing good. However... So he was a lie. Wait, yes. so did my ass really get eaten? Oh, yeah. That happened a long time ago. That's Dungeon Master Cody saying that, <laughs> popping into the scene. Yeah, that's gone, dear Burn. As he disappears. Uh, <laughs> that's that guy. Like, <sighs> yes, your ass was eaten. Yeah. Not in a good way. 
he says you're implying that there is a good way to eat <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying Dang to be inclusive uh... for our viewers and not not be judgmental cody um yeah he says i believe you have questions about the key forge What's the keyboard? <laughs> uh, <laughs> question. He he smiles and he says, uh, a little slow on the draw today. Uh, as he um, nods, He's this not the smartest. bridge kind of winds its way here. Um, as the rubies on the floor light up. Bing, boom, bing, 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 boom, boom. Uh, they are gems, if you were curious. And he will head over to his altar. He says, I can explain more. He says, do you, do you currently have any keys with you? I, I, have a, mine. I have a key in my pocket. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's a key compass. This one turns me into a bag of holding. A hobbit of holding. Halfling of holding. Uh... He laughs. Do you go across his winding brown bridge across the lava? Yeah. I would like to do that. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he wants to attack us. Negative. He is friendly. Seems like he could have Finally. Right. killed the shit out of us already, so. It's just like every time we go somewhere, you guys want to attack it just right away. <laughs> That's this what we is do. the bird who wanted to turn all the statues red. That wasn't attacking anybody. All right. Let me grab my notes here super quick. Exposition. Well, hold on. I promise I've got it. There we go. All right. He will um, tap one foot on his throne as it uh, begins to project the image of the world um, on this kind of grid. Tarthanis. The whole world? Yep. Um, and then he taps again. And keys begin to show up. And he says, at the beginning of time, was giving, given a key to their realm that they could travel between it, make changes within it, and alter its landscape to their own desire. After a while, certain people in certain realms, he said, whose names I will not utter, for I, I fear of the power that I have that they may hear that I speak their name. However, they started a war to claim each other's keys so that they may have more, more terrain to rule, more kingdoms to have, so that they can have a bigger foothold on the entirety of this planet. He says, after some time, lesser keys were made by mortals. Uh, he said a lot of the gods got into a sailmate and just kind of lock themselves away in their own realms. He said, that is until Tarthanis. 
um, was able to not gain not only the power over hell, but over death. He forged multiple keys of multiple different domains that he was able to master. Uh, the chief among them being death. He said, after which time gets a little fuzzy and you see his eyes kind of like go from this blue glow to this white glow and you see the world kind of like glitch for a second and then reform to the mortal age as you see multiple kingdoms popping up on the maps to be more modern day. He says, that, that is what my vision of time allows me to see. He says, from my understanding, he was stopped and trapped. How? I don't know. Uh, as he taps your compass that you're holding in your hand with one of his large claws, uh, it displays a world map that has multiple different um, icons that show up on it. And he says, you are hunters. He says, what, I, what you need to do. I'm a musician. <laughs> he says, you, you are destined for much greater than that, Melok the Magnificent. Uh, he says, if if you can find these keys, he says, A, we can gain allies. B, we can destroy them. He said, doing so, we'll throw them back to the natural order of where they came from so that no one person can rule their realm. He says, however, to do this, you will have to find the arcane forge where the keys were made and destroy them there. Okay. So we need allies. I'm assuming we're talking about the thing we accidentally let let go. Yes. Uh, he uh, will focus kind of harder on his own eyes, uh, or it, like squints his own eyes. Um. Nope. Chapter one. Uh, and the picture of that being kind of erupts in the armor with all the fire. Oh, God. He says, uh, yes, the disembodied one, Tarthanas. Tarthanas, okay. Yes. Yeah. He says, to my, to my knowledge, he has five major keys. Major, says, major keys. Major keys. He says, the best thing you could do is go claim keys. He said, take out rival parties. He says, as you as you can see on your map, this, this world map that you have out of this compass. Yeah, you I can the see compass key. Moving around. Yeah. I completely forgot I had that thing. Yeah. You can make out other teams of adventurers that have compasses that track what kind of keys they have. Um, there are major and minor keys that show up. And we could get them on our side or we have to defeat them. He said, probably both. He said, you could divide and conquer as teams if you wanted to. He said, this this is the turning point in time that we always come to. And he says, and we haven't quite got it right. That's because you haven't had us yet. <laughs> he he laughs. And he says, yes, I, I haven't had you yet. As he kind of rolls his eyes. He said, this, this time is the last time that I can bring you back. Well, we've done this before. He nods to you. Holy shit. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, he, he looks at you and he says, Malak, you among everyone will never remember. Is it because he drinks a lot? <laughs> yeah. What are, what are you insinuating? That's where our stream ends.
<laughs> wow. Dang. That's nice. So we're like heroes of time. I don't know. I'm a little confused. I got to go back and listen to the last half hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. Uh, if you're confused, our viewers are probably confused. So go ahead and ask your questions. We'll do a little wrap up here since we're the Okay. So I know so, exactly what's going on. Okay. So Thanks we're me. in, we're, we're doing this whole trial to prove to the three masters that why they should assist us, I guess. Right. And finding correct. We did the first trial. We did the second floor of trials and all of the second floor of trials were just one trial by this big chode guy or was oh, yeah. the so first he, and the second trial were by this chode guy or he, is everything by the chode guy i'm so confused right now i'm legit so confused he is a geno sphinx so he is a male sphinx that controls time okay um and was is he created by the masters or that is he you don't know. okay Okay. So there's still some mystery that I can't just give away. But what I can give you for free is A, you learned you've done this before. And this is the last time you can do it. Oh, shit. So we've yeah. probably failed a few times. So <laughs> why hasn't anyone told us not to open the goddamn statue? <laughs> which, which statue? The one that you did, the red one? No, the one in uh, Garen's. Oh, uh... uh, at Garen's Guild? You don't know. That's There's some good questions you should write down and ask next session. Uh, next nice. session is going to be a little bit of a shorter planning session, kind to decide. I'll put out the world map, and you'll see where you want to go, how you want to get there. You actually. Wait, get what was the question we should write down? Anything Any that we might have. Yep. I want to go to the dwarves. Write it down, Devin. Yeah, I'm just confused. Dwarves just, are I, awesome. I I agree with that. Yeah, like turn up with the dwarves. Uh, you you were called to this place, uh, and you felt that you wanted to go here to seek answers. That was the original reason you came here. To and the College of Knowledge. To the okay. Cloudburst <laughs> College, yes. The College oh, of Knowledge. I thought that was what it was called. <laughs> their, uh, college College. Summer slogan. Okay. Uh, um, yes. Okay. So... We were we were actually given real gifts. So the Thunderstone, the those are all real things. Those are all reals. So, so Kanye and his brother were created by this being to put us through trials. They were mental facticians, yes. Affecticians. Okay. Okay. To test your resolve and candor. So the mermaid, I don't really have to give the thing to the brother. That was all fake. It was all fake. Okay. I knew your brother would surprised that a device such as that would exist. I thought it was odd that he somehow had this messenger find us in this realm. I did think it was odd, but I just thought it was part of the superseding birthday gift thing. It's like, oh, hey, here we go. If you go back and listen, I dropped a couple like weird things like that. Okay, so. I will go back and listen. Um, okay, cool. So... Uh, yeah, I got to go listen to that last mother. 30 minutes. But yeah, I'm all proud of himself. I will say I did play it very well with the dog. That was dope. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's pretty but smart. The dog yeah. is dope. Uh, do any of you have questions? No, I just really wanted it to actually just be a rock shaped like a dog. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't want it to do anything. I just want it to be. A rock. <laughs> that would be the biggest shitty DM move. It would be amazing, dude. 
I put some limitations on it. Like uh, Zach can tell you about that, though. You'd just so. be like, pull a Charlie Brown. I got a rock. I got rocks. <laughs> okay, cool. So I got a Dragon Ball. I got a Dragon Ball. So is our next short planning <laughs> yeah. session going to be in two weeks, or are we going to do one next week to do a short planning session? Uh, I will have to wait till I get my schedule from work, and I will keep you guys posted. But probably two weeks. We're shooting for that every two weeks mark. Yeah. Um, I think with the planning session, let me let me actually back up. I would like to do the planning session next week if it works out with my schedule. However, I would plan on two weeks. Okay. Um, that sounds good. I think the three-hour streams are good. I think starting at nine is really good. I felt much better today than I did last time. Yeah. Yeah, more um, alert. Yeah, that was a good story. I just, like I said, I'm just trying to make sure I understood what everything was. Yeah. Um, kind of blown right now. You're what? Mine's kind of blown right now. I know. Yeah. I uh once I get the map out, you guys will get to actually pick where you want to go and what kind of keys you want to tackle first. So I'll have short descriptions of what the minor major keys are. So um, the keys you said that the other parties have those keys or they're just in other places? Both. Okay. And the, that'll be explained more kind of next session of how these so each of these keys is like a magic a major magic item or a minor mm-hmm. magic item, depending if they're a major or minor key. Okay. So the back key, for example is a minor magic item however the key of death which is the one that you turned inside the death knight oh damn it down this road is the major key or a major key which has the more death gotcha oh shit sweet so, well i'm good to end the stream if you guys are it was a good it was a good session that was fun yeah i've been your dungeon master cody jahey with me is zanvin oh oh, oh right here zanvin Thank you no, guys for listening. Stolos, Dean, thank you for coming. Yeah, stay tuned for the next exciting episode of Live and Let Dice. Bye-bye.